a giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big Husky Kid. I'm just saying, you got all these facts you want to share. What do you mean? How about you know Robin Wright is? Why do I have to know Robin Wright? She was in The Princess Bride, too. She was a dish. Buttercup. (laughs) Oh, there it is. She was a dish, let me tell you. Back when I was banging, I would have talked to Robin Wright and said, Come here, sister. Let me show you something. Talk to you like you're on a construction crew. my cigarette. Oh. Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. Featuring Leanna Ray on traffic. How the f*** did I end up here? And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re-racket. Time to penetrate your ear hole. This is Man and Bone. Happy Monday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. At 5.34 today. We're here. Thursday and Friday, we were not. Because we had Buckeye basketball, but now we're back. That was such a weird week. We're back. Back and better than ever? No. Okay. I didn't think so. Yikes. Got any gum? I will talk about having sex in the bathtub today, though, at some point. Really? So stay tuned for that. I'm not me. I was going to say personal experience. No, no, no. I don't okay. have any sex ever anymore. <laughs> so you are literally waiting for your sex. Not really. You're actually not waiting for it at all. Uh, I was watching something. I like the zoo shows on TV. Yeah. For, and, the, uh, for the sex or just no, no, I was I mean, just sometimes wondering where there this, is sex I was wondering how this transition to we were talking bathtub no, sex I mean, and the, now we're talking about animals and procreation and trying to preserve species so of course there's breeding and sex involved but that's okay. not what I'm talking about I see indirectly I guess it is but you hear things watching these these zoo programs that you would never hear in everyday life like I'm watching a, a show last night and they had just had uh, a wolf couple just had some wolf babies. Oh, that's a big deal. That's, that's a huge deal. Huge a little, deal. Little group of five wolf babies. Sounds yeah. very good. Yeah. And one zookeeper looks at the other zookeeper and says, hey, what are you doing today? And the other one says, oh, I'm just going to sex the wolf puppies. What? What does you that know, mean? To determine if they're boys or girls. Oh. They have to get the puppies together and say, oh, pee pee here. VV here, right? Because they have to know who can breed and who, you know, what's going on. Right, you got to do what you got to. But do. I just that term. It's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm gonna grab some lunch and then I'm gonna sex the wolf puppies. Oh, okay. You call me if you need any help sexing those wolf puppies. I got to tell you, I think I would. Uh, I mean, I don't know because I've never sexed any wolf puppies, or to be clear, any animals of any kind. I've never done any sexing or sexting of animals. That for may what be worth. a new segment. Sex the wolf puppy on Wednesday's show. Sex the wolf puppies. We bring in puppies, and then you have to determine what's what's down there. You know, for a professional, I'm sure that's very easy. Okay, for well, amateurs, well, that's what I'm saying. I've never done it, but what I would think is, I'd probably want to get that out of the way before lunch. Like, I feel like that I wouldn't want that hanging over my head. When yeah, it's but like zookeepers. Boy, I'm enjoying this enchirito, but eventually I'm going to have to look at the bottom half of a bunch of they baby puppies. They don't think that way, though. Because that's probably the cleanest thing they'll do all day. Well, fair they enough. They got these people. They got their... They're, they're shoulder deep in an elephant's crack. This is just what they do that's also, every day. That's an album title or something. Shoulder deep in an elephant's crack. The disgusting stuff. And, and I'm glad that people do this. Well, Because we, we need, need them. 
I don't know if you're aware with wolves, Mike. They have quite the uh, interesting legacy up in uh, like Yellowstone in that area, you know, because they've been endangered and then mm-hmm. they were gone. Wolves are like every 10 years, it flips up there and yes. becomes a political hot button issue. Why is that? Well, because for a long time in Yellowstone and some of these national parks, they were like, oh, wolves, they kill things and eat them and there's bloody carcasses and then we got people coming here and we don't want to see bloody carcasses. Let's get rid of that. So they said, hunt wolves all you want. The park rangers are out there like, hey, there's a wolf. Yippee-ki-yay. Bam. And they're just like shooting him in the face. And then at some point they were like, huh, there are a billion deer out here in elk now and they're just foraging everything they're eating everything grassy and now we have massive erosion trees are falling in the river very interesting and so then they were like you know what we should do bring back only these elks had a natural predator oh wait they do they're called wolves so they bring the wolves back have successful breeding programs the wolves get out there they start making babies and then then what do you do the wolf packs get out there what do you do well after they have babies what do you do you got to sex the wolf puppies sex the wolf puppies so they would sex the wolf puppies and then these wolves would go out and like they're like now there's fat elk the elk are all slothy because no one's ever chased them and these wolves are eating good they're making tons of babies and Mm -hmm. the wolves are like we're getting these elks back and then all of a sudden the grass comes back but now we got to kick the wolves back down well here's the thing no the wolves are fine oh okay but then the wolves are, are wolves they don't they don't know they live in a national park they don't know that there's boundaries to this park they're just going where they go yeah and so all of a sudden they're like you know these elk are kind of fun but they're getting in shape they're chasing them down they're getting a little more athletic what are these big bovine creatures behind this fence i shall jump the fence and just eat this massive thousand pound cow and so then the cattle ranch people are like hey the wolves are eating our cows and they go to the local government like, we should be able to shoot wolves in the face. And they're like, all right, let's do it. And then they do that for a while. And then the cycle repeats itself. And then the, the grasslands go away and then they'll no, get out of control. No perfect solution. There's not. But what I'm saying is it's like depending on what decade it is, if you're out in Wyoming and you're running for office, part of your slogan, you put your finger up in the air and you go shoot wolves in the face introduce wolves back in the population. It's like every 10 years you flip back to the other one and go, if I'm elected, I will let you shoot as many uh, wolves as you want. And then the next year, it's like, hey, if I'm elected, baby wolves. We're sexing the baby wolf puppies. Every every 10 seconds, we'll be doing that. It's almost like the problem is with human beings, not necessarily <laughs> knowing what they want, because you right. can pretty much fill in that blank with any topic. Oh, where sure. Hey, I don't want immigration. All right. Why doesn't anybody work at Wendy's? Because <laughs> you, no you said we can't bring people in here. Yeah. So then we have we can't ah, decide which right, one we it want. D- it depends on which year it is. Yeah. Right. It's almost same like thing with the wolves. Humans are fickle. That's what humans I humans are the problem. Humans. <laughs> yeah, Mike. That's you've summed it up. All right. Sex the wolf puppies. Yikes. Is coming up at five thirty four. Buckeyes wrapped up their nice Big Ten tournament run with a loss to Purdue on Saturday. So let's get to the uh, first couple games. You know, we weren't on the air. That's why. I know. I'm aware. They played uh, better than I expected them to play. I thought they'd sort of roll over and die. They did not. Sure. I mean, there's there's two ways to look at both those games. They're, well, I mean, they, they played three games, technically, right? Before yes. Saturday. But and they played pretty well for about 12 minutes. Well, of that Purdue well, game, and here, then it's like, oh yeah, we this is our fourth game in four days. We're tired. 
Yeah, so the Friday game to me, that game was even more impressive because, you know, you have no Bryce Sensabaugh. You you are without one of your star players. You're going up against Michigan State, who's not the Michigan State of old, but they're better than Ohio State has been this year, I would say. That's not hard to no, they're, acknowledge. They're, they're better than you. Yeah. And so then for Ohio State to get that win without him, I thought was quite the big deal, right? And to like kind of go on this run where they're doing something with like Roddy Gale Jr. Roddy Gale. What a dude, right? What a dude. And And you know what? He was the highest rated guy in this class. I know. It was exciting to see him come alive and finally get to see what he could do. Bruce Thornton has been uh, really good the second half of the year, I feel like. So it's not as if these results were completely out of the blue. It's just we saw this team with those same guys not look anything like this. And that was what was bizarre. Well, what aggravates me about this is now after the fact, this almost justifies the entire regular season, according to some. Well, Whereas, well, look at what they did here. It's like, okay, look at what they did here. This should prove to you that there's talent on this team. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily, well, you just needed all the young guys to develop and get to this point. What does that have to do with Justice Suing showing up? Right. And playing in the tournament. All right. The problem this season to me has not been insisting on guys. It crippled in to find them to admit whether struggle or not. And veterans on this team stepping up and doing something. How many times have, and he, he made it sound nice. Chris Holtman did. This team is not playing with bite. And I'm going to tell you, this team didn't play with balls. In the Big Ten tournament, they actually did. Which frustrates me a little bit more. Look. This wasn't going to be a team that's going to compete for a conference championship in all likelihood. But they're certainly better than a team that lost 13 of 14 during the regular season. How did a guy like Felix Akpara not get time on the floor? Well, This is something we asked all the time. That's what drives me crazy because I don't understand the idea that we can't play the young guys. They're too inconsistent. And now you're almost getting a narrative from Ohio State that like, well, the reason this team sucked this year is because we had to play so many young guys for so many minutes. No, you didn't. You didn't give them consistent minutes. If I recall, like the one freshman you were given a ton of minutes to didn't get to play a lot when he struggled defensively. And that guy was your best scorer all year in Bryce Sensiball. Remember when we benched him? Because he wasn't, he was fouling out of games, and then we were like, oh, well, we can't have him start, and that's too much pressure. That's what happened this year. Uh, Bruce Thornton was not playing 30 minutes a game. Am I wrong? Did I make that up? No, he was until he forced the issue. Yes, because he was good enough to do it, and finally they decided to do it. But this notion that, like, this season went off the rails because I had to play freshman, that's, no, this season was salvaged because the freshman were able to finally play minutes, and whoever's making those calls decided to finally play them more minutes. I mean, I would assume that's Chris Holtman, but well, maybe not I'm according stupid. to the quotes I read, <laughs> right? Where apparently it's Gene Smith Gene telling Smith's him who to play. Going. Yeah, I just I woke up this morning and it's like, hello, am I? I, I don't know what I, the hell's going am on. Am I in the right like reality? Because I heard today that that was like Holtman was told before the season starts to play the freshman. He was like, all right, got it, and then. I'm like, what What freshman were we talking about? Other than the only freshman you couldn't deny, the guy who was getting NBA draft lottery projections on him. Yeah, you had to play that freshman. Every other guy was riding the pine. You were playing guys that you transferred in. And then sometime in January after the season's lost, then you decided it's time to play the freshman. And suddenly they started playing better. What do you know? Like, where is this narrative coming from? From Gene Smith told me to play freshman this season. That's what we did. No, you didn't. Not until it got way down the road. Season's over. 
we'll do the little uh, state of the program now. And if we were in charge running things, what would we do this offseason? That's coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns to watch out for. East Livingston Avenue, west of South Hamilton Road. There is an accident in that area. Please be careful as traffic begins to slow. You'll also find two cars on the right shoulder of the ramp from I-70 eastbound to southbound 270. Keep an eye out for the police on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. During Staples Teacher Palooza, teachers save big or you save. Save 25% on classroom decor and save up to 40% on brands like Post-it, Paper Mate, and Elmer's. In-store only, offerings for one. While supplies last, help your favorite teachers stock their classroom at Staples. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. I know that we didn't have shows on Thursday, Friday, last week. But we're going to make it up to you. How are we going to make it up In to In the people? next couple weeks, we will drop some sort of uncensored podcast something. Oh, good. How about, how about that? Mike, I'll make it up to him right now. You selling something? I, I am selling something that I forgot to tell you about. I have to sell. All right, go ahead. I'm going to tell you that you can get the funk out of your water with Connecticut Columbus. That's right. Now, I feel bad that we weren't on the air the other day, and that really, <laughs> really sucked because you wouldn't hear great things like that. But I've never felt bad about having Connecticut water in our house. We did that about three years ago. The water quality is totally changed. It is for the better. When we moved into the new house, we said we don't want to have the water problems we had at our previous house. So we talked to Connecticut. They put in the K5 drinking water station, gives us bottled water quality right out of the faucet, right out of the fridge, all the ice in the fridge. It's all there, and it's all bottled water quality from Connecticut. It's better than bottled water, in my opinion. K5 Drinking Water Station. Find out more. ConnecticutColumbus.com. Ted, I haven't heard from you all day. How are we doing, boys? Hey, do me a favor, will you? Yes. Make sure to sex the wolf puppies. <laughs> I usually do that uh, a couple times throughout the year anyway, so Thank you. I'll just move my time. Can you also look at up. my genitalia and see if my sex has disappeared? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. I don't know if your sex disappears. Mine has gone. It's Let's just gone gone inside. The physical apparition, apparitions has, have disappeared. Hey, man, what but do you want from me? I don't know. I mean, if if you're like a Ken doll down there, it's whatever. No, it's just like a. I don't need water know. snake with dripping newt, huh? newt sack. What? Oh, newt sack. That's newt. that's okay. I see newt. I gotcha. Yeah. I thought I didn't know where we were going. With hey, that. thanks for the chocolate Lucky Charms. Did you try those? I did try them. And delicious. Well, what's the problem? Nothing. It's Lucky Charms, but with chocolate cereal. What's the problem? It's I think better than regular Lucky Charms. I'm gonna go ahead and say that right now. I would have the chocolate Lucky Charms over the regular Lucky Charms. In fact, when those go away, I'm gonna be sad because I know they will. They're they're doing this just for St. Patty's Day. I'm guessing because St. Patrick's Day is a big chocolate. <laughs> Well, I don't know. They just it seems like something where they're like, Oh, it's our time of year. This cereal is going to be very popular around St. Patty's Day. Let's make all the flavors. And then after that happens, they'll be like, All right, back to the regular Lucky Charms we go. Uh it is Yikes Day. That is coming up at five thirty four. Buckeyes. Uh their run in the Big Ten tournament ended on Saturday with a loss to Purdue. And that's because of, you know, playing four games in four days and the fact that Purdue has well, Zach Eady, who could do whatever the hell he wanted. Including stand in the paint for like 20 seconds and hey not man, get a three-seconds call. That doesn't matter. Wait, it will matter in the NCAA tournament. No, if someone actually call calls, it. they'll call it on him. 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> By the way, hot take: Purdue getting bounced early because yeah. I think because I think that like that will happen if all it takes is one ref to be like, "Hey, hold on a second. I've seen those viral videos. Everyone's complaining about it. He does stand in the paint way too long and never gets called for it. And he's a giant. Maybe we, it's almost like they made the paint like that to not give giant dudes an advantage over not as giant dudes. And yet, then the rule's not enforced, so it doesn't matter. Let's talk about the state of this basketball program. What would we do if we were in charge? And you can weigh in, too, at Man and Bone 971 on Twitter. Uh, if I were in charge, if I were Gene, and I was deciding Chris Holtman's fate, mm-hmm. I've done a lot of chirping, but would I fire him? No. Not this offseason. What would you do? I would give him an opportunity to pay off on the talent of this class, coupled with what's coming in next year, and set expectations. You know, I'd say that this team needs to win 20 games next year. This team needs to be in the tournament. We need to see positive momentum going forward, where I'm not saying you're competing for a conference championship next season, but you should be in the tournament. You should be building off of that and continuing to get better. That means moving on to the second weekend, making the Sweet 16 your baseline, not just a 20-win season and getting into the tournament. I think Chris Holtman has earned the benefit of the doubt to get another season. After that, he's promised nothing. Well, that's that's kind of where I am. Is As much as I don't think he's... I think it should be a fireable offense the year that they had this year. I don't think it should be something that's looked at as like, hey, man, everyone has rough years. And to your point, Chris Holman probably has done enough in his career to say, let's just see if this was a down year. Yeah. But I also don't believe at all that if they make the tournament next year, you bounce in the first weekend, that you should be allowed to stay head coach at this team. His issue for me and his issue going back last year where he got the big extension that now suddenly they we know they're not going to fire him this offseason regardless of what you or I think or anybody else in Buckeye fandom, they can't fire him because he's got too much money owed to him. They're going to have to wait at least another year to do that. So why not put some standards on it and say, this is what we expect. You have to be a top five contending type of team in the Big Ten. Now, if you finish sixth, I'm not like, oh, you're instantly fired. I'm saying all year long, this team needs to be adhering to the idea that they are one of the better teams in the Big Ten. You have to show that consistently because I think on paper this team was way better than what you got out of they them. were so that to me is an underperformance that is not defensible on top of that we've known the last few years and going back to his days prior to Ohio State when he gets to the tournament he does not find a way out of that first weekend so just because this year now the standard was lowered so far down that it made the tournament shockingly in one big deal in the country that's amazing wow we would all be through but if they got out the first weekend again, like, well, what did you expect? What that good? That's what I'm saying. We can't go next year into that and go, well, last year they didn't even make the tournament, so this year they made it, so improvement. No, no, no. The standard here is Sweet 16. At least every few years. That's your baseline. Yeah. Is Sweet 16. So the fact that they are not getting that done, if that happens next year where they either don't make the tournament or they get there and lose early, or you're a bad enough seed that you have a tough matchup the second week of the, you know, the second game, and then you get bounced because you're just playing a better team. So what? You should be better than that. You should be a top 10, top 15 program. And right now, they are not there. I think it's tough for some people to set standards. Not necessarily because basketball is secondary to football, but just because they're harder to define. 
where I can look at Ryan Day. I think most people can. And it's, well, you didn't win the Big Ten. Why? Because you lost to Michigan. The end. Right. Right? But if you look at a basketball team and the ebbs and flows of a regular season, well, why didn't you make the tournament? Well, there's a lot of factors there. We had this stretch, and this guy was hurt, and this and that, and we didn't look. B.S., we need to start setting reasonable expectations for basketball as well as football. I'm not seeing, saying that these two programs should be judged the same way. But why? We have terrific facilities. We have the biggest athletic department in the country. We should stop at no expense, spare no expense, to go out and build a winner. Why do we look at a basketball program losing 13 of 14, not taking advantage of the talent that's on the roster and say, yeah, well, what are you going to do? Good enough. Chris Holman's nice guy. Looks like Johnny Cash. <laughs> doesn't yeah. look like Johnny Cash dresses like Johnny Cash sometimes say, does he by the way he doesn't I would look put like Johnny Cash at all in his contract you want to come back next season you got to wear all black <laughs> well you got to dress like Johnny Cash yeah he's actually reminding me more of Mick Cronin when he was at Cincinnati and he always looked like he was trying out for the demon in any movie like a human <laughs> representation of a demon where it was like I'm gonna wear all black with a bright red shirt and a bright red tie and, and gym shoes yeah and little like the horns like Sam Smith wore at the uh the uh, what's the Grammys? Was that where he wore the little know. outfit that everybody got mad about? Anyway, all I know is the whole man has to me one year left to show progress, and not progress from this year. Progress from what was expected last year. Both coaches to me have one year left. Yeah, Chris Holtman has a year left. Ryan Day has a year left. Oh, I think, and I I don't know about Holtman. I think Ryan Day knows it. I don't think he. I don't think Ryan Day or anybody who coaches at Ohio State can look at going two for in a row against Michigan as far as losses. And know that there's not a, like, you can't think then, oh, yeah, it'll be fine if I lose a third one to Michigan. Everybody knows what the stakes are this year for Ohio State football. Number one pick in the draft has been traded. Buckeye women get their seating, and the crew got themselves a point this weekend. We'll discuss it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A couple of problem areas to watch out for. You'll find an accident still being worked on on East Livingston Avenue west of South Hamilton Road. Please be careful in that area. And you'll also find some slowdowns on the east side of I-70 eastbound to southbound 270. An accident still causing backups on the exit ramp. This traffic report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Over the last 50 years, Invisible Fence brand has protected over 3 million pets. Their certified training leads to a 99% success rate, and they even offer a one-year money-back guarantee. Not only is your pet secure, so is your investment. Visit InvisibleFence.com to learn more. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. You wanted the best. Instead, you got these two. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Check out the Common Man and T-Bone podcast sponsored by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Wherever you get your audio, just search Common Man and T-Bone. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. And now T-Bone's going to tell you about all the stuff he bought this weekend. Got Mr. Fancy Pants over here bought two cars this weekend. Here's the thing. So we had valleyfordofcolumbus.com. Go ahead and get it out there. Valley Ford of Columbus. Go check them out. West side of town, 70 and Hilliard Rome Road. Easy to find. Great selection of cars. I can personally attest to that because we had been the last week going out there and checking out some of the different cars and figuring out what we wanted to do. My wife needed a new vehicle. Her van was was past its time. It was 120,000 miles on it. It was ready to go. And so uh, they had a nice Explorer out there. We looked at it. She liked it. And so you bought that and called it a day, right? Well, 
We did, except then I saw a Mustang on the lot, oh, and I was like, you know, must my, be nice. my car has over 100,000 miles on it, too. And so I started talking again with Derek, their you know, sales manager out there, and some of the other guys out there. Christian and Jerry were my sales guys. They did a great job. They let me test drive everything, really got what I was looking for, and we made a good deal on that one, too. So, yes, I... Probably I, a used Mustang. It was a brand new Mustang. Of course it was. It was a brand of course it was. <laughs> hey, Ted, did you get a new car this weekend? <laughs> no, I did not. Hey, Ted, did you also, did you sex the wolf puppies? I bet I, I did do. Listen, yes. here's what I'm telling you. Even though, yes, I'm a big-time radio star, they will treat you like a big-time radio star. You go out there and say, hey, I heard T-Bone talking about Valley Ford of Columbus on the fan. I want to go look at a new Mustang, a new Bronco, a new F-150. They've got a ton of F-150s. I was not in the market for a truck, but if you are, you got to go to Valley Ford of Columbus. They've got a great selection. Anyway, Valley Ford of Columbus took care of us. Great service. We could not be happier with the purchases. So thanks again to them for all the help this weekend. Buckeye women get a three seed in the tournament. They will face James Madison in the first round on Saturday. Are they playing that in the shot? I assume they are. Yes. Yeah, they both. So there's, I believe, there's a play-in game for Purdue and someone, I think. Also here, they're playing? Yeah, it's because whoever wins that game plays the next day. I see. So they're doing the play-in game here, and then the two games on Saturday, and then the winners of those games on Monday will play. So yeah, you get a bunch of basketball in town this weekend. I have been told by head honcho Marco that we will air that Buckeye-James Madison game here on the fan on Saturday. So we'll have that here on the FM. Crew tie Toronto, one-to-one. Are you pleased? Yeah, I was watching this game. Uh, my buddy Adam actually invited us over. He's a big Mustang guy too. So now we have Mustangs. We're all we're in the same big bourbon guy. We're wow. we're having a good time. It was a nice little club that we're developing Ted. here. Ted, let's start a club. Yeah. What's our club? <laughs> I don't know. We got to have something. Your club is I don't go anywhere. That's your well, club. That's fine. That can and be you guys our can club. celebrate at your houses by never going <laughs> anywhere right. to celebrate. That's right. I go out with humans and right. interact. Anyway, so I was over at Adam's house. We're watching the game. We had a fun time. But the, they started off not looking great. Gave up a goal. I was a little frustrated. It was on the road. But they they have surprised me with how well that, even though, yes, there have been some breaks and some some things that are not perfect with this crew team, week after week after week, I see more and more improvement. And even during the game, I saw offensively in the second half, they came alive, looked a lot better. Final 10 minutes after they got this goal from Jimmy Madronda, a signing they picked up that I didn't think much of in the offseason, one of their few signings they made, but he's already contributed a goal. It was initially caught offside. He got it reviewed, and it was actually he was well onside, and it was all good. That point was well-deserved. But I honestly felt like watching the last 10 minutes of that game, the Toronto defense looked like the Cruz defense did last year. I was going to say, you, you it wanted was, to get more. Yeah, like that. they were actually, the crew were pushing the issue on the road, and Toronto's lucky to have gotten the point at home. So that, to me, is a good sign, right, that... On the road, the crew were not just content to sit back and wait it out and hope they, fingers crossed, got the point like I felt like a lot of times last year. They were going for it and taking the fight a little bit to the road team in an environment where usually you would say, well, maybe you just be happy with a point and move on. I wish they would have got that second goal to get the full three, but either way, the philosophy for this team from the coaching standpoint, Wilfred Nancy, the new coach, this this is good. These are good signs that we're seeing in the early season. It's a long, long year for MLS, but it was a nice little point they got on the road. What's the coach's name? Wilfried Nancy. No. What's the coach's name? We oh, named him. We big, gave him a nickname. Big Willie style. Big Willie style got yeah. the point on the road. There you go. 
Uh, football things, NFL things. The Bears have traded the number one pick to Carolina for the ninth pick, a late second, yep. uh, firster, firster. Hey, a firster! Firster. A first rounder in 2024. I thought you were going to say first or second rounder. I didn't know what, where you're going. Second with that. rounder in 2025 and wide out DJ Moore. Uh, I'm a, a Bears fan. That's a good haul, right? I, I think this is an excellent haul. I mean, this is the luxury that you have when you're the worst team in the league and get the number one pick. Now you take advantage of that. You did exactly what I thought they should do. Trade this for more picks. You actually got some good talent in return as well with DJ Moore. And I hope that we remember that DJ Moore is good. Because what we forgot last year, remember when the Bears traded for Chase Claypool? Oh, yeah. And it was, oh, my God, thank God you've given Justin Fields something to work with. This wide receiver room sucks. And then Chase Claypool comes in and sucks and does nothing, and it's because he sucks. Right? He's like, well, he's, he can't learn the playbook. He's an idiot. He's terrible. Okay, maybe he is. I'm not saying he's not. But I don't want to hear that same conversation if DJ Moore comes in and does nothing. DJ Moore is a talent. Right. I mean, there, there, there should be enough talent for the Bears offense now to not just be Justin Fields can be top 10 in rushing, but they can't win games and they can't do anything else. No, no, no. Because there's no talent Look, there. You have you have all these picks. You still have a top ten pick to work with. Yeah. You have the most cap room of any team in the league. I think it's seventy four and a half million dollars to work with this offseason. Right. And that's because you traded everybody away who made any cash. But look, I'm not saying instant Super Bowl contender. But you can't go out this year and embarrass yourself again and say, Well, what are you gonna do? Growing pains. Well, here's what I think they need to do for Justin Fields, quite honestly, because as much as everyone's excited about him and he did, and, and I'm rooting for him, obviously, playing here. You want I'm to see rooting it? for him. Well, you're a Bears fan. It has fan. nothing to do with him yeah. playing here. Right, you're rooting for him he just because He plays for that. my team now. Right, I'm just saying, like, struck me, struck me as a good dude. I hope I hope he is, but whatever. Like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him do well. It's nice to see Buckeyes doing good things in the NFL, even if it doesn't really have any impact. It's just nice to see. I, I do think they should go out and try to find a few more veterans to put around him, especially on the offense, but just in general... Spend some money on guys who are going to be a this year, next year contract, not we're signing a guy for four years to a ridiculous contract. You're going to need the money there when your draft picks, which now you're going to have a bunch of them, right? Over the next couple of years, you're going to get a lot of high round talent. Yeah. So you should have guys who will be expiring on their deals a couple of years. And then you can see if, if this team is good and he's talented, then that money goes away out the door. You can free it up to spend it on Justin Fields and the new supporting cast that's around him that's developed. But there should be this year an effort to put a bunch of guys on this team who are veterans who know how to play. And, and you find out, like, can Justin Fields actually lead a team that's, I'm not going to say, like you said, Super Bowl quality. You're not saying that either. More like, could they make the playoffs in the NFC, which is weak? Yes. Yes. I mean, if you get the right amount of talent, anybody could in this league in a year because the NFC is not that strong. You should be able to at least be contending for a playoff spot with the right moves. And if you think you genuinely have your quarterback, then you should be able to do that within a year. So I don't think there's any question no. they go out and try to find some more talent. I, this I've, I've talked about this before is that, you know, sometimes and this we can talk about Yarmo and the Blue Jacket fans. Sometimes people get too worked up about the process. It's like, well, we did this and this, and that's great. This trade is great. I have nothing to say about this trade. I think it's great. Yeah. But it's still okay to expect results. I'm not saying next year 
the ultimate results for the Chicago Bears. But you can't look at a trade. Well, we won that trade. We're awesome. I've, I've seen Bears fans dancing around like they won the Super Bowl today. Yeah. This is good. Now, how do you build off of this? Don't get so bogged down with the process. I said this for years about the Browns fans. Browns fans just wanted to keep trading the first round pick every single year, getting more picks. Right. That's great. At some point, you have to draft guys that help you win. Yeah, you can keep winning the offseason all you want. You know why that happened. Because a lot of people don't have faith that the selections they would actually well, make were any good. I, I know that. And that's but, what I'm saying. That's probably where a lot of Bears fans are, too. Is like, well, if you make good picks, then we'd be excited about what we have. But we're not sure. They're not sure that they would have got the best player at number one. Right? I'm sure there's lots of Bears fans no, who are like, good thing we didn't have to trade to pick it this year. Now hold the same front yes. office responsible. I agree. For going out and making good selections. And if they don't, that's a problem. Who cares what they did with this trade? Yeah. They go out and tra- draft garbage now. That doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I At this point, I, I would think Bears fans have reason to be excited. And then that's kind of where it should stand until you see the progress actually occur. But hold hold your ownership and in, in front office to account if they don't get it done. Which tournament games will be played at Nationwide, I will tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of East Livingston Avenue west of South Hamilton Road. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns over there. You'll also find some slow traffic on the south side of I-71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You do anything to keep your vehicle happy, let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Only an array with fan traffic. Attention, please flip your listening device to the stupid setting. Thank you. You're listening to Man and Bone. I had a little uh, thing with my wife this weekend. Oh, yeah? I'm sure you'll take her side. Oh, Because you always do. I can't wait to take her side. This will be so uh, much fun. You know, I said, oh, Beamer, who you can hear on Morning Juice when he's back from paternity leave, had the baby. Mm Mm-hmm. And she said, what kind of baby is it? And I said, human, human baby. Mm-hmm. That's not what I meant. And what's well, not what you asked. <laughs> Who asked that question? Usually a person says, boy, a girl. Not what type of baby is it? <laughs> human baby. <laughs> what type of baby? So she, Why do you always have to be like that? Be like what? You asked me a stupid version of that question. I gave you the answer. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't go know. Go ahead, take her side. I'm not. T- there's really not a side to this. I feel like I feel like she said a thing that didn't make a ton of sense, and then you were like, "I'm going to make sure," even though you knew 100 percent what, she, what meant, she meant. But you're just letting you're just you're being married. Yes, that's called a being married moment right. right there. I feel like no, I don't feel like anybody's in the wrong there. She said a dumb thing or a weird thing or an off. She thing. said it a weird way. Yeah, that's it. But I'm saying like it's a thing where if you're like if you're in an office setting, you probably are like. Oh, he had a boy. They had a boy. It was you know. You just go right along with yeah, it. I wouldn't. But it's have your done wife. You've been married else. to her for forever. You just sometimes you let your partner just kind of. Hey, you're not getting away with she that. She gets I'm gonna mad say at thing. me when she says, "Can you itch me?" No, I can scratch you. <clears throat> oh, I can scratch your itch, but I can't itch your itch. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, that's good. That's interesting. You've done that with us though around here with frosting and icing, and I can to the today. I still cannot remember which one is the one you prefer. Frosting is the non hillbilly one. Frosting. You're in the South. You're, give me some icing. Okay. We're killing our way through the SEC in 2023. I, oh, my god! Give me some icing. That shirt, if you did not see that, 
Tell tell the story. There's there were a couple Bama fans. Where they were in Nashville, I think. Is that where the uh, SEC championship or tournament game? That's where the tournament that, was. Yeah, the tournament yeah. was there. So in Nashville, couple fans with Bama shirt, Bama logo on the front. They clearly had these made. Bama is not selling these. I'm sure Nike is clearly not selling these. On the back, it looked like they had gone to a local place and had those. Those little uh, letters that you get if you were like Little League baseball team in the 80s and you would get the name on the back of the jersey, it was that type of print. So clearly they'd done it themselves. But it said, killing our way through the SEC in 23. So this isn't even like, oh man, we had a shirt that said, killing our way through the SEC from 20 years ago and we just wore it and you're taking it out of context. It's like, nope, nope, you you, you had it made. You did this. Saying, we're going to kill our way through the SEC at this, this tournament, specifically in 2023, noting the fact that your star player, one of the best players in college basketball, was murder adjacent at best. Well, right? I mean, the other the other guy whose name I have forgotten was also yes. on the team. Oh yeah, yeah, he's the a, one that did the murdering. Well, he's the one who was on the team who has now been kicked off the team. Is is in jail? Is an accomplice to murder? He gave the gun to the guy. Allegedly, all this is alleged. He allegedly gave the gun to the guy who allegedly pulled the trigger. Uh, anyway, there is a woman a whole not allegedly thing. dead. There's yes. a woman actually dead because of whatever actions These occurred. guys made the shirts. They were approached by a local news person at the game. Mm, saying, hey. can you explain the, this shirt? Then they proceeded just to MF this news person. Man, I tell you what. Just when you Put thought, some ass in on my cake! Man, pal, I saw today a thing that I really liked. And I and it like gave me good vibes and good thoughts, and it was of all people Neil deGrasse Tyson, who I usually I, find you hate him. Well, I I find him to be annoying, but I have learned like some of the things I was judging him on are just things I heard, and they're just kind of one off little comments. I I do I found more nuance to my relationship with him. Anyway, okay, I didn't know this development existed. Well, here's the point: he had a little thing. He was on that Hot Ones show, which is a YouTube sensation. It's where you eat hot sauces and then they interview you while you're both you and the interviewer are both eating hot sauce okay so like Shaq's been on this bunch of big celebrities have been on it he was on it and he had this thought where he was talking about division and and divisiveness and and how we are in our culture with everybody being separated and he's like you know everyone thinks they're special or they're superior or they're great or they're this or their their culture's great or their religion's great or whatever and he was saying the thing that science taught him is that carbon and nitrogen and hydrogen and oxygen are the most common elements in the universe. Those are also the most common elements in humans. And so he was making this beautiful point that the thing that makes us special and the thing that makes us like the universe, which, oh man, you contain the universe with inside you, is that you are just like the universe and thus you're just like everyone else and we focus on how similar we are it's what actually makes us specialist humans and brings us together and then i see a shirt like that and i go yeah but not that dude (laughs) screw that guy i don't want to be like him i don't want him to be a part of this yeah screw that guy nice little story that we're all the same yeah you can't look at like who's the i don't know jesse palmer and you and me no, and say, see. well, you're the same species. No, we're not. No, but see, that's what he's saying is like, we focus on that and we get all angry and jealous. I don't get like, angry. I should just... focus on the fact that he's made of the same crap you are. He, his, his is a, arranged a little more attractively. Sure. Yeah. And this is what I tell myself. This is what I tell myself. Doesn't matter how much you think this person 
has going on. How rich they are, how good looking, how famous. You know that at least once a month, their finger is accidentally plowing through the toilet paper when they wipe themselves. Because <laughs> that happens to everybody. Sure. Of course. It you know, it just pokes it. You're like, oh, it's on my finger. Right. Right. It's, it doesn't matter how famous you are. No. That has happened to everyone. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's. You've dressed up the uh, old adage, they put their pants on one leg at a time just like everybody else does. You know, and now you've taken it to a different level, but that the point still stands. All right, NCAA tournament in Columbus. We'll tell you about the games, I promise. And then T-Bone will probably sell you nine more things because that's what the show oh, is. Oh, no, I'm, it's all your turn this oh, hour. I, I'm selling stuff? <laughs> You're selling stuff well, I didn't, this hour. I didn't know. <laughs> what am I selling? Oh, bathroom. Better find yes. out. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm going to murder people in the bathtub. Oh, don't do that. No, no. Don't do that. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Just advocating murder over here. Watch out for an accident blocking the two lanes of Morse Road northbound at 270. This accident blocking the left lane and the left turn lane. Emergency crews are on scene. Keep an eye out for stop and go delays as this gets cleaned up. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Find everything you love listening to on Audible. Hear celebrity memoirs, mysteries, true crime, sci-fi, and more. Audible is the home of storytelling, audiobooks, podcasts, and originals. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. That thing that just played, that's called a rejoin. Yeah. Uh, we're in need of some new ones, but we're not creative enough to do it. So or, last time we encouraged lazy. the listeners to send us their ideas. At Man and Bone 971 on Twitter. Little quips about the show. Quips? To bring us back from commercial break. Whatever comes in your mind, give us some ideas and we'll have them produced. Yeah, that sounds good. And we won't pay you for them or give you credit, but you'll have the pride in Every time you hear it, yes, then you'll know I'm the one who made that. NCAA tournament games in Columbus at Nationwide Arena. Uh, number one, Purdue and Zach Eady. I want everybody to heckle him just like that. Go to the games. Every time he touches the ball, uh, they will face the winner of Texas Southern and Fairleigh Dickinson. Mm. Yes. I read all of her poetry. Fairleigh Dickinson? Mm -hmm. My gal. Mm. Emily Dickinson? Angie Dickinson as well. Oh. Who was she? Actress. Oh, I don't remember her. Yeah. Okay. Good. She'd show up on uh, Larry King's show. Oh. Like every week. Doing what? Somebody canceled. Get Angie Dickinson on the... What? Doing what? I'm oh, talking I don't to Larry. <laughs> well, I doing didn't... what? Doing him. I... <laughs> <laughs> Sit on my lap. Is that what he said? Angie. Oh, sure. All right. Garlic. It's magnifique. <laughs> I forgot he did those commercials. Oh, are you kidding? Oh, man. The garlic people had it going on back in the day. What are they up to now? Did that thing die? Do you not have garlic anymore? No, I'm sure garlic's alive. He was, was probably a, hawking it on Russia today. Was that a vitamin that I had garlic? Go. Putin's calling me. What was garlic? Was that a vitamin that yeah, had it garlic like a, in it? Was it? A, it was a supplement. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember if it was that or it was like, hey, don't want to make actual garlic? I'm Here's a thing that tastes like garlic. Health, oh, okay. Maybe you're not eating enough garlic in foods. You have a supplement. Mm. Anyway. Good. Purdue and Texas Southern or Fairleigh Dickinson. Uh, number eight, Memphis against number nine, Florida Atlantic. Ooh. Numbers. Stop. Foul. <laughs> Florida Atlantic University, FAU. Foul. Foul. Uh, number seven, Michigan State against number 10, USC. Oh, hey, Big Ten matchup. Yep. Nice. That's great. Future Big Ten. Yep. 
And number two, Marquette against number 15, Vermont. Mm. I'm a big fan of Vermont. You know what? I'm going to put some cheddar on old Vermont Are you? to get it done. I don't know. Take care of Marquette. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, Marquette's Milwaukee. They're known for their cheese, too. That's cheese on cheese That's crime <laughs> is what that is. <laughs> Wisconsin against I Vermont. I like the way he said, ah, oh, that's cheese on cheese crime. Got to watch out. You became Wisconsin-y very, hey. very quickly. Hey, it was cheese on cheese crime. Pass me a sausage. <laughs> Man, I didn't even think it got that thick, but it does. You're right. Oh, are you kidding? Oh, yeah. I, I know that I don't know. I know that I have no idea just how thick that Wisconsin accent can get. Uh, what else was I going to tell you? Uh, you like dairy products? I was going to say that I... Uh, I used to vacation with Paul Keels in Vermont. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys have run. This is so bizarre that you guys would travel hundreds of miles. You could go in any direction from this station for vacation, and you end up in a direction that is right next to someone else from the station going to the exact same place at the exact same I'm, time. I'm with my wife. We're walking around Woodstock, Vermont. Very yeah. cute, quaint town. As Whatever you think a Vermont town looks like, it looks like this. I, I picture uh, Detroit in the 60s. Is that wrong? <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> there's, there's a big car, a there's a big car, car factory. Right. Everybody's <laughs> driving Fords and Chevys around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're all the union. Got it. Anyway, so you're walking around this quaint Vermont town. We're popping in like knickknack stores. I'm outside of the street. And across the street, I say to Chris, I say, that guy looks like Paul Keels. It can't be. You're crazy. What are well, you talking about? You... There's no one who looks like Paul. No, he's, Paul he's a very Paul. distinctive look. Right. He's tall. I mean, he's got a booming voice. You don't... If someone else is looking and acting like Paul Keels, then that guy probably should be a celebrity in his own right. Yes. I mean, Paul's too important to have doppelgangers. That's what I've come to so realize. So anyway, I ran into Paul. We were on vacation in Vermont. A couple years go by, I said, hey, Paul, you going to... Because he used to go to Vermont all the time. Yeah. You going to Vermont again? He said, no, I'm off Vermont. I'm on to Maine. Oh, all right. Well, I think you killed Vermont for him because he was like, I can't go back there. Well, the way he said it to me is that the uh, the lady friend that he went to Vermont with was no longer on scholarship. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> he hit the portal or she hit the portal. I don't know. On scholarship. Now he's, now he's going to Maine. That's with great. someone else who presumably Congrats. is on scholarship. I. I my scholarship's on its like seventeenth red shirt. That's where I am. We we're locked in. I can't get she can't get me to graduate. I can't get her to graduate. Neither of us. We're just staying just keep, in school. Keep coming back. We keep enrolling in ballroom dancing for some reason. All right, here's something for you. Uh, Tampa Bay is apparently targeting Baker Mayfield in free agency. Who's there, Teddy? Who's the one guy they have? Sex uh, the wolf puppies. Who is there? Mike Glennon. That's no, who's there. no, no. <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I have no idea. Hey, who cares? Oh, come on, Bad. Ted. Listen, if they're targeting was, Baker Mayfield, the answer is not an answer. Wasn't the guy who was who played for Florida a couple years ago? Isn't he the backup? Kyle Trask? Yeah. Yes, that you're right. That's, that's, it. Is Kyle that's Trask. it. Okay. That's right. Man, that's a good that's a good division. The <laughs> NFC South. Isn't it? Derek Carr. Well, come on. Derek right. Carr's best Derek quarterback Carr. in the division, bar yes. none. Well, that's that's until the uh, Panthers draft their answer, right? Then mm. can't talk out. about that yet though. Yeah. That's later on the sheet. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry, I forgot. Mm. I mean, who we, knows? I thought we did talk. No, we no, talked about how the trade happened. Who the trade happened with? No. I'm just saying, whoever they... I didn't say who they're going to draft, but whoever they draft could be good. And if they're quarterback, they could be awesome. I have it. Might be better. Might be better than Derek Carr and his mascara. 
<laughs> my guy. Not mascara. Eyeliner. Same thing? I have no idea. No, different. Mascara is for eyelashes? I don't know. Yes. An eyeliner is the pencil around the eye. I don't understand the eyelash, the mascara. What do you mean? Because it's like clumpy and disgusting. Why do well, you want your eyelashes to look clumpy and disgusting? They don't want them to look clumpy. That's the. Have you ever seen the commercials where it's like no clumps? Maybe it's All Maybelline. Right, well, like, hey, some some women aren't getting the memo. Well, maybe they were in. Maybe the people doing it were in a hurry that you saw that got all clumpy, and maybe they know it's clumpy, and they're like, "What can I do? I'm out. I can't just smear this all over my face and say sorry. I messed up. Got to just rock it. Mm-hmm. You got to go with it." I say no makeup. No makeup. Embrace. Oh yeah, sure. Embrace yourself. Go ahead. Give yourself a hug. Give your your follicles you know, a break. Can I tell you something? And I'm I'm glad you're saying that. I'm going to guess most women would agree with you. No makeup. However, I think society has kind of thrust oh, that upon okay. them. I'm the with expectation. You. I'm saying, let's buck society. Let's buck it. I let's agree. Buck it. Yeah, buck let's society. Sex the wolf puppies yeah. together. We're Don't gonna, worry about makeup. We're going to buck society. Pretend you're an old woman who lives in Maine. Yeah. They're That's, not wearing makeup. I hope like not. Like Dolores Claiborne's not wearing makeup when she kills her husband. He deserved it. Who was that? Dolores Claiborne? Kathy Bates. Oh. Well, it, was, it was a book. It was a Stephen That's King That's not book. her husband, though. That was just a writer. She wanted, or did she kill the husband and then in, James Conn? No, no, no. No. That's a different movie. What am I thinking? Misery. Of? Oh, I've got the wrong Kathy. Okay. No, the, the same Kathy Bates. Yes. <laughs> wrong character. Just about 25 years apart. Wrong character. My bad. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But anyway, Dolores Claiborne kills her husband mm-hmm. in the movie, and she's thought of as this villainous creature. Yeah. Uh, but in reality, she sort of killed him because he was an abusive drunk who touched the kid. Well, then, good. I'd say, go go town, Dolores. Kill that dude. He deserved it. <laughs> what a piece of crap. What movie was this? Dolores Claiborne. Christopher Plummer in that movie as well? What movie? Dolores Claiborne oh. is the movie. <laughs> what is this? Who's on, Costello? Who's on first? No, I thought you were saying, like, Dolores Claiborne did it. I'm like, uh, what movie this is this character from? Dolores Claiborne. <laughs> What's the movie about the candy and the crazy guy? Willie Walker, the chocolate factory. I know he's in it, and I know he's a factory. What's the name of the movie? Who's on first? Uh, what did I tease to you? Nothing. Nothing? Good. I had something else to say. Dolores Claiborne. No. <laughs> Just shout that out. Were you going to talk about what the Panthers were going oh, to CJ, do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. CJ. By the way, Ted Serial remembers Dolores Claiborne. I just want to clarify that. Ted, have you seen Dolores Claiborne? What's the name of the movie? Dolores Claiborne. <laughs> I don't know. Were you eating cereal back when that came out, Dad, or how did that work? But he hates cereal. Yes. No. Ted does not hate cereal. He, he told us I, last I, week he hates cereal. He doesn't I hate, hate the cereal. He hates the milk. milk. That's a big milk aversion. I didn't know you had a milk I, I knew it and I forgot it. Yeah. We were talking about it on the air. We were talking about this guest last week off the air. What about uh, like a milk and cookie? No likey? No. He Now, Ted is a big fan of the milkshake. I do like milkshakes. Well, see, that makes no sense to me. I, I, hey, I didn't say it made any so sense. So it's not, it's not a lactose Well, thing. but with milkshakes, though, say if it's a vanilla milkshake, you're putting vanilla, you know, into it. So it gives a different taste. Well, and ice cream. How I mean, about all the cereal that's in the damn bowl? That's still Is that milk. giving it a different taste? You're not changing the milk. You need to put some flavor. Maybe no. if you put some vanilla fill- flavoring into the milk. That, Ted, Ted told me when he was a kid, I assume you're okay with me sharing your, your sure. milk aversion stories. Let's go. Ted yes. said that he would get chocolate milk. At the at the elementary school, elementary yeah. at lunch, you know they have the different well, snack. options. Yeah, it was for or snack. snack okay, time. they'd have chocolate milk, and then one day they had no chocolate milk, only white milk, 
and Ted like punched the teacher in the sack and they had to move <laughs> because he was like, I'm done. I can't touch I, white milk in me. No, no likey. So he said that he realized like eating cereal, all that. He just was like, yeah, I really like the cereal. I just don't like this milk substance in there. And he, he swore it off. He doesn't eat it because he doesn't like milk. What about like an almond milk? I mean, that has a different flavor. I haven't tried it. Well, I told him because he likes the vanilla in the milkshake. You can get like vanilla flavored almond milk with a bunch of sugar in it, and it's delicious. Can I get a hot take for you? Okay. Get a hot take? Go ahead. We went to uh, Shake Shack this weekend. Again? Or no? Wouldn't no, no, no. Been. Didn't you go? I've been there before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you would. Okay, go ahead. What happened to Shake Shack? <laughs> you made it sound like, well, you went four times last week. <laughs> anyway, no, well, you made it sound like I went there for the first time. No, it was like I'm you just told us how you've been girl, there. The girls wanted to get a milkshake. Okay, gotcha. So we got a milkshake, and I keep trying milkshakes. I don't like them, really. Yeah, and you're so, you're, and I know you're not a Shamrock Shake guy. No, it's not I'm, your I'm thing. not a, any kind of shake guy. Oh, and it, it's like eating a calzone. Every single time I eat a calzone, I think to myself, "This is fine," but it's a lesser version than pizza. That's see, that's and interesting. You put it shake, on a hierarchy. Milkshake is a lesser version of ice cream. I'm just thinking I'd rather be eating ice cream. No, I get that, but like, you know, an Oreo is I see what you're saying. An Oreo is its own thing. Yes. There's not an elevated Oreo that you would necessarily want. No. But like a Chips Ahoy cookie is fine. It's not a soft chocolate chip cookie fresh out of the oven but they're similar it's a different product though. no but, but that's that's what i get with see i'm i can enjoy a chips ahoy and i can enjoy a real chocolate chip cookie that's fresh out of the oven because to me it's like different experiences ice cream and milkshake are the same thing where it's like if i wanted a dish of ice cream a dish with a you know <laughs> spoon and the all the you know an ice cream cone then i would get that yeah. but i didn't i want something i could suck out of a straw so I got a milkshake, and then I still can't really suck it out of the straw, but you get the idea. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come in a dish. Where is my... I don't, I don't know. know where I put it. Where's my onions? I got too much crap on this computer. Yeah. I really do. You're telling me about it. I don't have it. Eh, I know you don't. Here, I'll just okay. play this. She's just got way too much energy, even Blue, the other dog. I mean, I can't find my Bill Raftery, so I play right. Chops. Yep, there you go. Hey, it's Chops. Fantastic. Coming up next. Some early onions. Thank you, Teddy. Thank you, Teddy. We had a trade in the NFL this we weekend, and a new a quarterback has found a new home. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy backups to watch out for. Morse Road eastbound at 270. An accident blocking two lanes. Emergency crews remain on scene trying to get things cleaned up. But traffic is bumper to bumper and still continues to build. About a 10-minute backup is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Collision supply. Only an array with fan traffic. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. The segment that's not a segment, yikes. It's coming up at 534. We had various people get in touch with us asking when I'm going to unleash... My fast food fish sandwich rankings. Mm-hmm. I was going to do it last week, and then we didn't have the show because of stuff. Because of Buckeye Hoops. I'll do it tomorrow. 
How about that? All right. Tomorrow, and then on Thursday, we start our own little madness bracket. Oh, boy. It is ice cream madness. Get ready for it. Now, here's what I need to figure out. Are we including novelties, or are we just doing flavors? Like, are we I, doing a ice cream sandwich? Are well, we doing a drumstick? So last year, we did dessert madness. Yes, right? and, and those were included in that. And some of those things were included. I mean, I know we can get 31 flavors. Or can we get to 64? Oh, ab- absolutely, we can get 64. Absolutely. Because I got to tell you, I am... Uh, I'm not the expert on this side of things. I am very simple when it comes to my ice cream flavors. But you know what? Nowadays, there's. I'm sure Jenny's alone can give us 30 flavors of ice cream that no one else is going to have, right? What's your favorite flavor? Go to right now. Oh, you can't put anything on top of it. It just has to be the flavor. I'm very simple. It's either cookies and cream is number one, but 1A is chocolate chip cookie dough. And it just depends on if I want a little bit more squishy and a little bit more texture or, or if I just want. The Oreo cookie, and that's it in the ice cream. Teddy, what's your favorite? Chocolate chip cookie dough as well. That's my favorite. Bone, I'll give you something. Okay. Here's a free plug. Yeah. Handles Mm -hmm. ice cream. Yes. They do a flavor called Ori dough. Oh, Which is vanilla ice cream with Oreo cookies and cookie dough. And Homer Simpson. Don't! That's great. I like that. Ted. Yeah. Did you sex the wolf puppies? <laughs> that is also a flavor you can get. And I'm excited. <laughs> Let's try that. that the wolf puppies. Well, it's either like a, you get like a bluish ice cream or a pinkish ice cream, but you don't actually know until you open it up and start eating it. Now, here's another thing with the zoo show. So I'm watching the zoo show last night and I have the utmost respect for these people, but they're talking about how they want to raise these wolf cubs to where one day they can just throw them out in the wild. Yeah, they've done this before. That's where what, they're I born mean, in captivity, but they, you know, they I don't, I'm, train them they is so, not the right they word. They socialize but, them in a way that allows them because because some animals, if they are uh, not properly socialized with wild animals, they'll get out and they'll get out in the wild, and then they'll become just food. Yes, very easily. So they go out of their way to say we don't want them to depend on us for food, and we have a very specific way that we we take care of these wolves because we may want to put them in the wild one day. One of the wolf cubs was born without a foot. Oh, wow. Now, I assume if we're taking this seriously, it's like, we got to get these things ready for the wild. Then you just throw that wolf cub right in the lion pit, right? I mean, that's the end of that. <laughs> no, There's no way in the wild this wolf cub is surviving without a foot, right? Okay, well, couldn't they just be like, oh, that guy, he's going to live here the rest of his life, though. We don't need... I mean, does every one of them have to be treated like that? If you can... Get them back in the wild. That's the well, goal. I'm just but if, saying, what are we doing here? We we playing or are we doing real, real talk? We're doing both. You can you can like no, look at the like one. That. You can look at the one wolf and be like, "Him's does a baby," and then the rest of them, you can be like, "Out in the wild, you go, eat their faces." Who, who and then are the you? other liver, ones, liver king. Yes, and then the other ones like, "Oh, who's your god boy? Is there scratchies under his chin?" And then he lives with you because he has three feet. And I'm that's just his saying, name. The lion habitat was right over the fence. No, I just that, throw the thing over that one. Then it's like, who is that one with three feet? It's like, oh, we call him Sasquatch, you know, because it's big Sasquatch, foot, Bigfoot, you know, and then well, they have it, three feet. No, because he hasn't got a foot. So his nickname would be Bigfoot. But then you move it one over to say Sasquatch. So it makes you think a little bit. It's very oh. nuanced. Anyway, the point is you give him a cute nickname. You adopt him. Right, you feed him out of your hand. The other wolves go out and they eat elk. 
And they live on the land okay. and they mate and have other wolf babies. I got it. And no one sex those babies because they're in the wild. The Rams are trading Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins for a third round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Rams also have to deal with $19.6 million of dead cap money. Do you understand this trade? No. I don't either. And I've been trying to rack my... Like, Jalen Ramsey's not over the hill. He's not bad. And he's he's signed for a couple more years, but it's not like his contract is ridiculously expensive. I want to say he's AAV, the third highest paid corner in the league, but when not injured, he's still living up to that production. Well, and all it took right. was some tight end guy in a third round pick to get him well last year though i think because of some of the injuries he wasn't what you had hoped for out of him and so that whole team wasn't i know but he maybe, took a break i think they're looking at it and basically saying you know what we need to restructure what we're going to be i think they know like matt stafford's not going to be the answer long term anymore there which he was the answer you want a super bowl with the guy right so I think they're looking at it as we won our Super Bowl. We're going to try to regroup and give it a go. But if we can acquire some picks and some, you know, cheaper pieces that eventually allow us to go out no, and I get it. I'm just you know, I'm surprised moves. more teams weren't in on this. There yeah. wasn't another team saying third. I'll give you a second. Let's go. I know. But Jalen Ramsey's my captain dude, right now. You're right. That is perplexing until you remember that currently Lamar Jackson is also sitting there just like, I eh, don't know where he's going to play. Well, that's the other thing I don't get. The, I was going to ask you about that. The price is right, I would think, for well, anyone who wants to compete, if you actually have a desire look, to compete, even but they don't show, rather have the picks. Right, even if you're saying, we don't expect to get him, but we're going to offer him a contract. I am survi- uh, su- survived. surprised that so many teams like the Falcons just announced they're, that they're the out. The Falcons were instantly out for just no out. reason. Why? Marcus Mariota was your guy last year. Don't you think you could do a lot better if you had Lamar Jackson? Desmond Ritter on that team. Now, I know that you don't want, you got to pay money and then you have to give two first round picks. I understand that's that's not ideal. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like, and I know Jalen Ramsey thing is different, but I'm saying there are talented players that are getting moved around or not as much interest is being shown to them. So like when you say Jalen Ramsey, like why is there not more interest in it? I'm, I'm with you. That's a little shocking. Lamar Jackson being, we'd, we'd have to sign him some monies and then give up some picks. Okay, he's Lamar Jackson. He's a former MVP. Do you, Are you trying to win a Super Bowl, or are you trying to win the draft? And I, quite honestly, I don't know what the answer is on that. Well, especially with the Falcons, they were all in on Deshaun Watson. Yes. Right, they were going for it, and they didn't give him guaranteed money like the Browns did, but nobody did. No. But they were all in on him. That's where well, Lamar Jackson thought, it looked like, like he was going. Pass. Desmond Ritter, my guy. I d- that, yes. So my point being to bring him up, I bring up Lamar Jackson simply to say, yeah, I'm perplexed. I'm perplexed too. that word also by Jalen Ramsey's situation. But we're in an NFL where Lamar Jackson is getting tepid interest. And I don't get that. Uh, quarterback has found a new home today. We'll talk about that next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find the west side of I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Traffic is slow in that area. More delays on the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. And that accident does clear from the roadway of Morse Road eastbound at 270, but traffic is still slow in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by Discover. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome at the end of your first year. They automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, those are your terms, and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Leanna Ray with fan traffic. 
Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Bone? Yes, man. I want to talk to you about my friends at Bath R Us. Uh, first of all, if you're in need of bathroom renovation, your tub, shower, disgusting, just search Bath R Us Columbus and look at the reviews. They speak for themselves. And if you don't trust that, though, mm-hmm. trust me here. Oh, I trust you. Now, I've heard from a lot of you people, including Beth R. Us, saying that I have uh, offended you <laughs> by discussing killing and dismembering people in the bathtub. <laughs> and maybe, you know, the bathtub gets a little disgusting because of all the tissue and bone marrow and Not me. blood spatter. Actual bones from human bodies. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. All right. I won't talk about that. I'm going to focus on a new area today. Okay. Maybe you're doing your sexual debauchery in the tub. Oh. Because you think it's cleaner than the bedroom. Oh. You don't want to mess up the mattress or the sheet, so you do it in the tub. And maybe the tub's looking a little worse for wear because of all the sex. Hmm. Disgusting sex, too. Not the regular stuff. Right. Just gross. And maybe you're saying, I got to replace this tub. Yeah. Because if they put a black light in this room right now, I'm in trouble. Ted, just real quick, how long is this read? I just want to be clear. Is this a, it's a minute? Yes. I don't want to take his time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you're saying, I, I, this is disgusting. I need a new tub or shower, and I need it quick. Google Bath R Us. Hmm. They do a fantastic job. As a matter of fact, they use a high-tech polymer, making their products low-maintenance, resistant to mold, and mildew, easy to clean, fully waterproof, and long-lasting. So you can have all the sex in the tub you want to. Disgusting sex. Oh, oh. Disg- so you're saying it in a good way. It's up to you. Okay. I don't judge people. <laughs> all right. Uh, call them today. Don't mention this ad. <laughs> 614-665-5036. Or go to bathrus.com and upgrade to the bath of your dreams. Yeah. Um, it reminds Tell me. Tell Teddy sent you. It reminds and also, me. Also, the promo code is Sex the Wolf Puppies. Oh, okay. It reminds me of that Usher song, Love in This Tub. Because I want to make love in this tub. Hey! That's what I'm hearing. No? Not your song? They also can do tub to shower conversions. Oh. Maybe you're saying, I'm sick of this tub. I want yeah. a shower. Just you've a had, shower. You've had too much sex they can, in they the can tub. They can do it. Yeah. They can do it. Okay. Anywho. Good for you. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, has found a new home. He is signing with the Raiders. They are guaranteeing him just over $60 million. So he reunites with Josh McDaniels. They were together in New England. So now Jimmy G goes to the Raiders. So no Aaron Rodgers there. Yeah, that's... Uh, I don't think... I mean, the Aaron Rodgers stuff, I think we know it's New York or bust, right? I mean, he's not... If he's leaving to go to Green... If he's leaving Green Bay, it's to go to the Jets, I would think. Or he's not leaving. But the Raiders stuff I found interesting because like you were just talking about the last segment, Lamar Jackson's sitting there. Raiders thought they had a team that was good enough to compete last year. It was not with Derek Carr at the quarterback position. So you go out now and get a guy that is not as good. So our, what are we to read of this, right? Like I, That's where I look at the Lamar Jackson thing and say, wouldn't you want a guy who would just come in and be one of the best quarterbacks in the league on your team? I guess not. They're not ready to commit that amount of money. Right or wrong, there seems to be this group think around the league when it comes to Lamar Jackson. And I don't know what it is, but it must be that either this guy 
physically can't do it, so we're not going to invest the money. Or we feel like he's regressed talent-wise, or he's too much of a me guy. I don't know what it is. I don't, but that's what I don't get, man. Is could it just be this too? And I'm maybe we're reading way too much into this, or I am at least. Could it be that they're looking at the fact and going, "Uh, he doesn't have an agent. I got to deal." Ugh. And then they're just they're saying, "All right, well, I, I don't want to deal with." A guy who doesn't have an agent. I'd rather. All right. That's just not how I like to do business. I can understand that to a certain point. Where it's like, ah, oh, he doesn't have an agent. I guess we'll go with Desmond Ritter. Right. That's. I, I know I'm trying to make sense of something that does not to me make sense. But what we do know is the Falcons did that. So the only other thing you can look at if it's not the agent thing, which I would think I'm I agree with you. That's probably ridiculous. I'm just trying to think of any other option it could be. I then wonder, is it just simply the fact that teams are like, yeah, but I get two first-round picks, and I know what those could be, and and I can be in control of those, even though you can't really control what those are going to be because you can make the picks, and then the guy can suck or get injured just like Lamar Jackson could. But it's cheaper to do that, and you don't have to pay Lamar Jackson whatever he wants, hundreds of millions of dollars. Here's some good news for you, Bone. Deshaun Watson, your guy. Oh, sure. The Browns and Deshaun Watson have restructured his contract so they clear $36 million in cap space. So that's mm. good. Yeah. They, they were over the cap. Free agency's on. And so they want to go out and improve their team. They needed some money to work with. They got it. So his cap number this year drops to $19.1 million. What was it? 50-something? Uh, it was going to be the highest cap yeah, number of all over, time. It was over 50. All right. I, so yeah. $19.1 is the number. That's next fine. next season. <laughs> At some now, point, again, thing, you restructure it again. He's getting his money. I know it's he just, is. When does he get but it? But at some point, you kick the can down the road far enough, and all of a sudden, no, one day, no, it's no, like no. the Browns are literally one guy. It's your, you are only going to have a team of him. So twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five, and twenty twenty six, his cap hit is scheduled to be with the new contract sixty four million dollars every year. Doesn't it? in a way, feel like they are basically saying, we think we can win a Super Bowl this year. When he's If he's good, we can win a Super Bowl. So we're just going to restructure the contract again, and then we'll take the lump next year, hopefully with a ring. I, I, I don't think that, by the way. This was a team that was bad last year. I don't think they're that close. They were 7-10. and 10, but Yeah, but the other side of that is they were 7-10 and 10 with Jacoby Brissett and the worst version of Deshaun Watson imaginable. Yes, and they were and a, still seven and ten. And a dumb head coach. Oh, okay, but I'm just suspect saying. Suspect defense. If you want to look at the other side, because I'm glass half full guy. Sure. When not dismembering people in the bathtub. I got it. You know, everything went wrong last year, and they still were just three games under 500. So yeah, good but, Deshaun Watson shows up this year, and you have to hope that it is. Well, I know that, but what I'm saying is, good Deshaun Watson could be you make the playoffs, and you're talented enough to make a decent run in the playoffs, and make it. Let's say they made it to like the AFC Championship game. Wouldn't you say, "Wow, it's that's pretty good." I guess that means you're in Super Bowl contention. But if you don't get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, then next year you have a sixty-four million dollar cap hit or whatever it is. No, I get it. But then, but then they'll rework right, that. They'll and- rework it. But at some point, you do just end up at all right. Now we have to pay this guy eighty million dollars to play quarterback one year or something like that, and that will take up ha- more than half the cap. And you're just going to say, all right, didn't work. And now we've got this guy and a bunch of scrubs because we can't afford anybody else. It seems like they are, they're almost doubling down again on, yeah, well, we'll pay that after we win our Super Bowl. But this is a franchise notorious for stepping on the rake when everything is right in front of you. 
and it's not like it's a guarantee they're just going to waltz into a Super Bowl if he's good. Uh, the Flyers have fired their general manager and president of hockey ops, Chuck Fletcher, after five seasons. They must not know that 10 seasons is the bare minimum no, yeah. for a general manager. I mean, I was reading that, you know, made the playoffs once in his tenure. They had success in the bubble, and maybe they overvalued their success in the mm-hmm. bubble. None of this mm-hmm. sounds too that familiar. That doesn't sound too familiar, except, well, the only thing that's different is that guy that you're talking about did it in five years, and Yarmo's been on the job no, no, 10. No. But you can't compare the two. Yeah. So now new guy, I don't know who the new guy's going to be, but he's going to come in. Hey. But I wonder if John Tortorella is still going to be around. I was going to say, you know. Maybe maybe somebody from the Blue Jackets ought to be like, hey, Flyers, I hear you like former Blue Jackets employees. Let me tell you what, Yarmo Kekalainen might oh, be no, your are guy. Are you kidding? No, you just... We, you can't, just, we can't part with Yarmo. I mean, someone could wake up Mike Priest and maybe he flies to Philadelphia and walks into their offices no, and now, says, hey, hey, you guys ever heard of this Yarmo dude? We really like... We're thinking about building a statue to him, but he's just... He costs too much money. We, we have to restructure his contract every year. Maybe you guys should take him There on. was actually a statement by ownership here. Oh. Now, I know that's foreign to Blue Jacket fans. Which own? Oh, the Flyers ownership? Flyers ownership. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. Where they said, hey, man, this is not good enough. Our number one goal is to win the Stanley Cup, period. Mm. I know what the... Do you know what the ownership goals are here? Well, I don't know. Can we get their thumb out of their mouth long enough for them no, to talk to the, us? The, the goal of ownership in the front office here is make everyone around the league go, you guys are going to be really good in like two to three years. I got to tell you, you guys are... Boy, you're going to be really good in a couple of years. Oh, man. It's like when the Buckeye basketball team would play teams in the Big Ten and they'd lose by 12. And then that coach would be like, hey, if you think Chris Holtman sucks, you should get out of my face because he's awesome. That's what the Blue Jackets ownership is like. Can we be that every year where everyone says how great we'll be in a few years after they beat a six to one? Mm, love that. Tomorrow night is huge. Huge? No. Huge. In a huge? season where nothing is huge, tomorrow night, absolutely huge for the Columbus Blue Jackets. All right. I'm going to tell you why next. Cowan Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Slowdowns to watch out for in the north outer belt of 270 eastbound after US-23. An accident blocking the right side. Keep an eye out for police now on scene. You'll also find some backups in the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Wendy's. When you want the best deal on the best meal, choose Wendy's due for $6. Pick from the Dave Single, spicy chicken sandwich, 10-piece crispy nugs, or medium strawberry lemonade. Bear any two for just 6 bucks. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's due for $6. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and Tebow. Happy Monday. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534 tomorrow night in a season of misery and depression for the Blue Jackets is absolute must watch slash listen. Now, it's going to be out west. So you got to stay up late. They're in San Jose. But... The Blue Jackets are the worst in the NHL with 47 points. Who is just above them with 50 points? Mm. That would be San Jose. Yep. You can't get any points out of this. Nope. You gotta, and the Sharks fans are saying the same exact thing. I want to see two teams, they drop the puck and both guys at center ice just step back and go, no, go ahead. No, that's all you, buddy. Take, no, well, go somebody's got to get points. I know. But Don't make it you. I think it would be great if both 
teams just stood there for the entire period, first period, just stared at each other. They kind of like pass the puck back and forth. No one even attempts to like move up the ice. You don't even have a line change for the entire first period. Just a bunch of guys standing there, now, just is, passing the puck back and forth. Is Elvis still overseas? So it's probably going to be Michael Hutchins. Okay. Hutchinson. Which I never know which one it is. Doesn't matter. Okay. You could have, I'd rather have dead in excess singer Michael Hutchins in between the pipes. Because at least I know he's not going to stop anything tomorrow well, night. That'd be a bit of, well, that'd be a bit of a downer, wouldn't it? No. Wheel him out there. Wheel his casket out there. Oh, jeez. I think it'd be a bit of a downer. By the way, I learned something about my uh, parents yesterday. You mentioned casket. They They love In Excess? No. I bet couldn't name a song. Do you think uh, your mom's never heard that? She's heard that. Maybe. You were probably conceived to that. No. (laughs) I don't think so. Give it to me, Rod. I don't think so. (laughs) I I need a little baby bone. Coming out of my belly. I don't think so. Guess what? The radio's off now in their house. If it was on, it's off. Uh, that's what I like to do every single day. How can I get T-Bone's parents to turn <laughs> off the show? Let me tell you something, buddy. If that Bath R Us spot didn't do it. Well, fair enough. Um, what was? Oh, yeah. Caskets. Last night, I went over to my parents. My dad's birthday was this past week. Happy birthday, Dad. Today's my dad's birthday. Oh, well, happy, happy birthday, birthday to your dad. dad. You know what? If that's the uh, worst thing that ever happens to you is you have a birthday. That's right. It's pretty good. So I go over and hang out with my parents. Dad has last night, you know, NCAA selection show is happening. Everything's going on college basketball wise. What does my dad have on? My dad has on, is it on A&E? I'm not sure. There's a, or maybe history channel. I forget which one is doing this. Someone has a like stories, profiles of wrestlers, but done by like a real network, not like WWE. And so it's in partnership because they have that it's deal A&E, now. Yes. It is A&E, yes. okay. And so these are more like A&E biography style where they've got, like, Paul Heyman's in it, but he's sitting there going, let me tell you right now, this man meant a lot to our business, and it's really great. And you see, like, you know, what was um, do, uh, Brother Love, right? What's that? What Bruce Pritchard. He's just there like, yeah, it was uh, stunning the amount of money that we generated with that particular promotion. Like, they're all talking about it. What, did you want him to be, like, in character? Yeah, I'm just saying, it's not like you see even on WWE Network. It's very well done. And my dad, we watched wrestling as a kid, but didn't watch it a ton growing. Like, late after when I was, like, Hulk Hogan age, that was it, right? So anyway, yesterday, the profile that he's watching on TV when I come over is Undertaker. So we're watching it, me, mom, and him. I just went over by myself, left the kids home so we could just have a little time with my folks. That's like mysticism and stuff. Well. And Satan worshiping. Well, but my, I was like, Dad, why are you watching this? You don't watch a ton of wrestling. He's like, I'm just fascinated to see what these guys were like before they became these big wrestlers. I always find it fascinating what they do when they were little kids. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah, cool. All right. So we're watching it. And all of a sudden, they show Undertaker and Kane having a casket match. And yes. like the casket is there. And my mom goes, oh, I don't like that. And I was like, did they show Undertaker nailing someone to a cross? No, no, no. We didn't, we didn't get we didn't get the Stephanie McMahon where I he's like sacrificing your mom would watch your that. No, no, they didn't have that. But what we had was the casket match, and Mom was like, "I don't like caskets," and I was like, "Why?" She's like, "Ah, too scary." And I was like, "You know, they got fire, and like, they're these guys are calling up fire from the hell." Oh yeah, right. Paul Heyman is carrying an urn that didn't bug her, but the casket Paul bugged Bear, her. Not Paul Heyman. Well, Paul Heyman. Oh, <laughs> Paul yes, Bear. Yes, Paul Bear. <laughs> Right. So I found out my mom very averse to caskets. I see. She does not like caskets. So when she's dead. Well, I guess we're getting her in urn. 
Well, I, I mean, I would hope. I would think that's the wish. I don't know. Has she expressed her wishes we haven't, to we, you? we haven't talked about it. We got to get there. I got to I got to find out. We well, I mean, to, well, and we just haven't, you know. I know it's a morbid conversation, but this is the time to do it. Oh, sure. When they're still lucid. Well, I mean, given I was raised in a family where every, like, five minutes we had conversations about where you go when you die, I think where I'm allowed to have a conversation with them about where they go when they die. Well, that's that's what I mean. What's right. the problem? Yeah, I'm just saying. I grew up in that, so it's fine. We what can do you talk want about when it. you die? <sighs> Parade. Parade, yeah. huh? I want, I want, yeah. Can I, just I show want, my boobies and get beads at your yeah, dead absolutely. parade? Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I don't want to be in the parade. I just want there to be a parade where everyone's like, thank God he's gone. Oh, so you don't want the casket <laughs> No, in no, the you don't have to parade that around. I just meant, just have a parade. You can, just have a good time is what I mean. Do Eddie, what do you want when you're dead? You're getting there soon. Yeah, I don't know. My <laughs> wife actually brought this up not too long ago. And I just, kill you. <laughs> I just ignored her basically because I, yeah. I don't like talking about that. I have no idea. I know I need to decide, but I'm not sure. So it is kind of, I mean, I will say we all have to make those decisions, right? Yeah. But it's weird when someone else asks you. Like, I, I wouldn't feel nearly as bad of just on my own. The thought popped in my head. Would I want an urn or a casket? Huh? Let's think about that. And then I come up with my own reasoning and I kind of say, all right, I'm ready to think about that. And then I do. But if someone's like, I need to know by this date or I need to know now, please. Then you're suddenly like, it's off putting because it feels like there's an expectation of, well, this is happening soon or I know something you don't. No, I I don't like that. There's just no real good time to have that conversation. Of course not. There never is. But you have to have it. Of course you do. Like I've told my wife, I want you to put me in the oven. Mm -hmm. You cremate me. Yeah. What you do with the ashes is up to you. Okay. Or up to the kid if you're sure, no longer sure. living. Yeah. Do whatever the hell you want. I just, I don't want to fuss. I don't want a funeral. I want like a pizza party and people making fun of me. Almost like a roast. Like, thank God he's dead. Actually, that's what they should do is put you well, in one of those roasted uh, little like pepper things. Society, and then you just- oh, even better. If society accepts, I'd actually like to have like a luau. Well, you're roasting me on a oh, spit. You want, you want to be you well, in one of those roasted uh, little like, pepper things. Society, and then you just, oh, even better. If society accepts, I'd actually like to have like a luau where you're roasting me on oh, a spit. You want, you want to be eaten with, with a tomato in my mouth. Right. Like, I, I want you to consume me. I was saying if we had some of your ashes maybe sprinkled on there with some seasoning, mm. you're just in the seasoning, right? I what think that would this? be appropriate. What is this blend? Mm. What's the yeah. common man blend? Yeah. Oh, did he come up with it? No, he is He's it. He is in it. This is some select herbs, you, herbs and spices. You like the common man? Well, you're eating him. He's a part of you. <laughs> it's it's the Cartman Chili Party. <laughs> That's uh, some, great. some people are angry with North Carolina basketball. I'm going to tell you why. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy backups to watch out for. The north outer belt of 270 westbound between Sawmill Road and US 33. An accident blocking the left side. Police are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but traffic is bumper to bumper and it still continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The double steak grilled cheese burrito is now at Taco Bell. Two servings of grilled marinated steak and a melty three cheese layer inside, plus grilled bubbly cheese on the outside. And participating Taco Bell stores are a limited time only while supplies last. Contact local stores for prices, hours, and participation, which may vary, and taxes extra. Only at Array with fan traffic. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday. Bone, did you know that sports wagering is legal in the state of Ohio? Oh, I know it, buddy. I know it very much so, especially this time of year. I'm very gassy right now. You're very gassy. You're out of breath. I'm all right. Did you run? No. Didn't do another race out in the parking lot? No. All right, good. 
Uh, the only place where we do our sports wagering is Barstool Sportsbook. You can do it on your phones. Very easy. Just go to the App Store. It's there. They have all sorts of bonuses to entice you. If you want to do it in person at a state-of-the-art sportsbook, do it at Hollywood Casino Columbus because they have a brand new Barstool Sportsbook and it's open now. Tell them Common Man and T-Bone sent you and they'll say, who's that? We don't care. But you're welcome to come in and give us your money. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I am beyond do you know how excited i am for now we can actually gamble on sports during the ncaa tournament this time last year we had it teased but it wasn't allowed you've probably your entire life if you've ever you know bet on a i don't know like a bracket put in your 64 teams in a little tournament pool whatever you've done that for years now you can actually go on the beautiful barstool sportsbook app and just Say, I think this team's going to beat that team. Have you filled out a bracket? No, not yet. I haven't either. I got to start. I got to start on it. I have. Uh, I've resisted the urge because I wanted to just let it sit for a little bit and and let my first impressions get out of the way, and then I'm going to go and probably get them all wrong either way. It doesn't matter. Well, one team you will not be filling out in the bracket is North Carolina. Mm-hmm. They did not make the tournament. It was a down year for them, even though last year obviously worked out well for them. Well. It, that that whole thing with last year being in the tournament, having the lead over Kansas, and then losing, and then uh, saying in the championship game, yeah, and then Armando yeah. Baycott and everybody comes back, and you're thinking, well, this is the year they're going to go for it. Weren't they preseason number one? Yeah. And then they very quickly fell out of the top 25, have not been really that good all year long, and now completely missed the tournament. I want to get your take on this, because uh, I've been known to be a sore loser at times when it comes to my teams. I'm all in favor of strategic forfeit. Mm -hmm. If things are not going your way, then pack it up and come play the next day. Let's stop wasting time. Yeah, We know you're not going to win. So North Carolina not going to the tournament. They got an NIT invitation. They declined it. And so I've seen some people saying, what poor sportsmanship. You have an option to go to the NIT, you take it. Mm, I say no. You're a program like North Carolina. If it's not the big dance, you're not interested. I'll take it a step further. Ohio State, they can have all the fake injury news you want with, oh, we're too beat up to play in the NIT. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you yeah. don't want to play in the NIT either. Nobody wants to play in the NIT. But with college football, if it's not a playoff game or a New Year's Day game, don't go. I'm with you, man. I'd skip the I don't, bowl. I don't need it. Look, that's good for some programs. Other programs have a dis- different measurement of success. North Carolina doesn't care about the NIT, and I don't blame them. Ohio State football shouldn't care about fill-in-the-blank, Quicken Loans, Mortgage, Beach, Sandals, Resort Bowl. Yeah. I don't care about that. Well, Stay here, home. I'll tell you what, though, man. You hear about this from Ohio State all the time, about how, oh, everything's so expensive, name, image, and likeness costs so much. You know what you could do on your football thing there? If, let's say, the Buckeyes didn't make it to a, you know... Uh, New Year's Six Bowl or didn't make it to a, uh, you know, one of the two playoff games, you could easily just come back and say, hey, a uh, bowl game that called us. You want us to show up? Sweet. Uh, $15 million or whatever the number is. What did Ryan Day say? You need $13 million to keep next year's class intact? Yeah. <laughs> so you raise me, all your money yeah, right there. Send me $15 million and we show up. And by the way, I can't guarantee any of my guys are going to play. Guys are going to the NFL. They may not. But for $15 million, you get Ohio State on the ledger. Do you want that or not? If you don't, fine. It's not worth it to us to go. If it is, cool. We'll take the cash. And that that goes right to the football team to pay whatever you need to do for name, image, and likeness. I, I solved that with one quick problem. 
from a basketball standpoint, you know, this was a nice little finish. They actually played with some balls in the Big Ten tournament. I was happy to see it. I have no desire to see this team continue in the NIT. Oh, the Ohio State? No. Yeah, I don't want to see you. it. No, I'm, I'm with you. And by the way, to go back to your actual question about North Carolina, I feel like even more so, setting aside that it's North Carolina and it's a historic program like that, what we were talking about with Ohio State with football and all that stuff, this team specifically played in a national championship last year. They were in the Final Four, and almost all those dudes, if not all those dudes, came back. Like, we have talked, you and I, Mike, about 20 years from now, say we move on from this show, we're doing something else, maybe even, I don't know, maybe you're running a radio station, who knows what's happening, right? But then, like, you get the call, you're kind of out of the business, and someone says, hey, you want to come do overnights, you know, and talk sports for four hours for, you know, minimum wage or something? Like, I love doing this thing. I wouldn't go do that though. Cause I've already, I've experienced the better part of that. I've, I had the part of my career where I got to be on in the afternoons and talk to a big audience. And I've enjoyed that. I wouldn't want to just go for the love of the game. I'd want to do something else. I can see how the North Carolina players and, you know, coaching staff and everybody would say this time last year, these same guys were gearing up for the, for the NCAA tourney and they made a final four run. They're not, in any way, shape, or form going to get up for the NIT. You could make the argument with Holtman's group, most of those guys have never experienced any real success in the NCAA tournament, either because they're freshmen or because they're not that good. So I could understand Ohio State going to the NIT more so than I could understand this North Carolina team doing it, even though both of them are well within their rights to de- decline the invite. I'm telling you, we've, we've seen it before where like some six-win teams going back to college football They'll say it's not in our best interest to play in a bowl game. You're going to start to see teams that win 10 games pass on bowl games. I'm telling you, I would. It will happen. Why? By the way, why can't they? Of course they can. Well, this bowl system is all based on the goodwill of college football programs to say, yeah, we'll go because, well, it's a nice trip and it's whatever. It's meaningless. Like we were just talking about not to keep conflating every single story and turn it into one thing, but... Like how two years ago, if you said, hey, Lamar Jackson's going to be on the market and all you have to do is give up two first round picks and then pay him his salary and you'll get him. You're not like you'll be in the running for him. He'll be on your team. If you just sign on that and say, I will do that. You get Lamar Jackson. No one's doing it now. But two years ago, it would have been a no brainer. Everyone would have signed up for that. You would think, right? Yeah. I feel like we're hitting to that point where college football programs are going to say, I'm sorry, we could have an extra week to like prepare for next year and do whatever we need to do from a recruiting standpoint. And even if you're not allowed to physically go and recruit that week, I don't know if there's rules on that. But my point is you get a week where you don't have to deal with something or you can add in an unnecessary waste of time. Which one do you want to do? As a coach, if I'm Ryan Day, I would say, yeah, keep your like seven win bowl game. He wouldn't be the coach if they got seven wins, but I could see how coaches would say, I don't need that. I'd rather get better for next year. I'd rather go have a week with my coaches to really plan out what we're doing next year. Try to identify some guys in the portal. Whatever you got to do, grind some tape. I'd rather do that than spend my time glad-handing people at the, I don't know, Swaco.com Bowl or something, whatever the next thing is. I don't know if the Solid Waste Authority of Central Ohio is going to have a bowl game. I hope they do. Just just go with it. Uh, NFL free agent frenzy today. Some Bengal news. Jesse Bates is signing with the Falcons. So yes. it'll be $64 million over four years for him. He gets $23 million in year one. 
the Bengals will get a third round pick in 2024 as comp- compensation on this. Von Bell is also leaving. He's signing with the Panthers. They'll get a comp pick for him too. So that secondary got a little bit thinner today. Yeah, I, that's that's not great for the Bengals. You, I mean, you we, expected this. We knew this to was going to happen, but you really got to hope that secondary can hold up. With uh, they've lost two safeties. Am I wrong? Yes, that's right. So that's yeah, that's going to be a problem, man. That's I'm, I'm not saying it means now they're just going to suck, but that is that is safety is one of those positions in the NFL that everyone agrees it takes a while to get a safety up to speed. So finding a good one is. Very difficult. And once you get him in the door, you typically don't want to see him leave. And now they have done that not once but twice. The Holt man with his farewell radio show today. Farewell for the season. No, he's not fired. He's not getting fired. Here is the Holt man talking about it was exciting finish to the season. Yeah, it was a really exciting, exciting week. Finishing the season, winning five out of seven. Our only losses were at Michigan State on senior day and then obviously to uh, Purdue uh, in the semifinals of the Big Ten tournament. Were both games I thought we played pretty well in both those losses, but to close five and two, and more importantly to be playing the way we're playing, we were playing was certainly a boost for us in a lot of ways and exciting to see our group kind of come together and the, the amount of contributions we got from a number of guys was was exciting. He did talk about guys that uh, are expected to have big impacts on next year's team. He talked about Roddy Gale. He talked about Felix Opara. Is there a particular soundbite you'd like to hear about Roddy Gale? Let's hear about Roddy Gale. Here is uh, Roddy Gale and how he's excited about next season. He's he's got to continue to grow in his ball handling and decision making, which he will, because he's going to be a guy that whether, you know, whatever guard spot he plays, because he's big enough to play all three and good enough to play all three. He's going to be a playmaker for us. So he needs to continue to grow in those areas. He's going to be a primary playmaker for us at times, as he was uh, late in our Iowa win and late in our Michigan State win and in our Purdue game. He's got to continue to grow and improve in, in that area. But he really did show improvement in it. Just his overall play improved. He's a two-way player that can rebound and score the ball, and I'm, I'm really excited about his future. Uh, best player on the team all season long was Bryce Sensabaugh, but it was almost like when he couldn't play. And by the way, I don't fault him for not playing. And Chris Holtman doesn't fault him for not playing. But it was almost like when he was out, the rest of the team looked at each other and said, all right, now we actually have to run some offense and try and make some plays. We can't just well, stand around and wait for Bryce to bail us out. I mean, you kind of saw that a little bit with Zed Key, didn't you? Where I, I mean, I'm not saying it's exactly the same thing, but... There were times where I feel like with Zed Key, when he was in there, this team didn't play as well. And is that all his fault? No, I don't think so. I think they're better with him on the team. But I do feel like some of the guys may have been like, well, Zed will get the rebound, right? Like, ah, Zed's going to take care of that down low. We don't have to, I'm not going to track down to help, or I'm not going to follow up this shot, or I'm not going to do the little things. Zed's that guy on the court. Then when he went out, suddenly, it took him a few games, but then suddenly they realized, oh, I guess we all have to like play like Zed Key now and try to actually hustle and work harder. And then they suddenly played better. And maybe the same thing happened, like you're saying, with Bryce Sensible, where not, he can't just bail us out when we have a terrible possession. I guess we'll have to have a better possession. I'm telling you, man, I'm excited to see uh, a season where Felix Akpara gets a little bit more seasoning in the offseason and gets to know the game a little bit more because he changes the way teams have to play offense. Yeah. It has been a while since you've had one of those huge 6'11", 7-foot type of monster guys who can move a little bit. 
and other guys are looking for him at the rim, trying to throw him alley-oops. He's there blocking shots. And again, he's just figuring out how to play this game. It's almost like he should have gotten some more minutes the last month oh, and a half. Dude, the, the nuance and the things you can do with a big who can come up, if he can learn the pick and roll to a to a level that allows for all these other looks where guys can then reject the pick and roll and play off that, and suddenly now you got this whole other element outside with guys who can shoot... Please make that happen. I don't know why he wasn't getting 30 minutes a game, and I don't care if you lose every game at that point. You should have had him out there learning those, and I think he did. He improved vastly when they finally gave him minutes, but why wasn't that the plan early on? I have no idea. The Blue Jackets have an inside deal with Connor Bedard. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on the north outer belt of 270 westbound between Sawmill Road and US 33. Police and a wrecker now on scene in this area blocking the left side. Please be careful as cars continue to slow. You'll also find an accident causing heavy stop-and-go delays on Henderson Road east of Kenny Road, about a 10-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessett. Ohio Laborers would like to congratulate member of the week, Sabrina Klein. Laborers Local 574, Marion. Sabrina is a first-year apprentice working at Degan Excavating Company. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Stupid impressions and bad math. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Bone? Yes, ma'am. Let me tell you about my friends at Bath R Us. They offer complete bath and shower remodeling services. Mm. They understand when it comes to tubs and showers, not all are created equal. Nope. The quality is what separates them. The people, too. They don't work with subcontractors or hired hands for the job because you wouldn't just let anybody into your home, right? No, I wouldn't. Bath R Us understands that. They have exclusive installers that take pride in their work. They have expertise in their craft. They go above and beyond. They set down mats throughout your home so they don't leave a mess. They even vacuum, wipe down, and clean up when they're done. Nice. And they cook you dinner. Do they? Yes. That's rack not, of each bathroom model comes with a rack of I lamb. I don't know prepared in your home. I don't know if that's accurate. That sounds great. Though. I don't think it's accurate. Okay. But anyway, trust them because they're the best. Schedule your free in-home estimate today. Just what I said, and get a thousand dollars off plus low to no monthly payments. Wow. I mean, eventually there's going to be a monthly payment, well, but not right at the off the bat. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. Thousand dollars off. Call today, 614-665-5036, or go to bathrus.com, slash, slash. Slash what? Slash, slash, the guitarist from Guns N' Roses. Bathrus.com, slash? Slash, slash. Slash, slash. Okay. Or just bathrus.com. Okay, that makes better. That makes better sense. Ted, what are the odds that I have another one of these to do? Because they're going to cancel. <laughs> that one was good. That's it. I think that well, was really good. After the first one you read, it took a couple weeks. So yeah, this and, might be a couple months. Okay. All right. Well, the one you just did was fine. It was the one you did earlier that was a little bit more uh, uh, of a different well, look, vibe. All kidding aside, go check out the reviews. Bath are us. Columbus. Do it. There you go. Uh, Connor Bedard, he is the number one pick in the draft. He will be the number one pick in the draft. Rimmer came on the program, uh, was it last week? Yeah. And did some recon and said that he talked to people, Mm -hmm. and they have confirmed that Connor Bedard is good. (laughs) Really good. By the way, are you aware of what Connor Bedard's numbers are in Regina this year? I mean, he's, he's the guy. 
I want to say it's, and I'm double checking this because I saw it earlier today and I, it almost made my eyes bleed how good this is. I want to say he has 120 points in the, what is that, the Western Hockey League, the WHL? Uh, he has like 61 goals and 63 assists or some crazy. That's the number we're talking about for this dude. This is, I know, major junior hockey, whatever, but still. Still. Not every, there's a lot no. of guys who play that don't put up 120 Absolutely. points in a year like that. My God. So the Blue Jackets hopefully will have an opportunity to draft him. Oh, please. You know, who the hell knows. But if they do, well, the Blue Jackets have the end because him and Kent Johnson are friends. Oh. I saw this on The Athletic. Uh, Kent Johnson, he was 14 at his local rink in North Vancouver. He befriended an 11-year-old. He called him a kid. Said there was this other yeah, kid there. Other kid. Yeah, he was 11. And at the time, you know, Kent Johnson said, I would just be like, this kid is unreal. Well, he, he had said, because he was a, a rink rat, as they called him, where he was just there morning as early as he could be and as late as he could be he was there all the time he said there was this one other kid who was also there all the time and that's kind of how they got to know each other because they were the two that were there when no one else was uh he says when i see him do something cool for a goal we'll talk so quite a lot yeah because you know he always does cool things for a goal yeah uh Connor bedard said i try and watch a good amount of columbus's games and oh, i'll text him kent johnson i'm afterward. so sorry i feel bad i'm so I sorry like- i had to listen to rimmer well <laughs> who's that guy does that that does mean Connor Bedard is probably like oh this Jeff Rimmer guy I remember that guy like he's gonna he's, if him. he gets here he's gonna be like Jeff Rimmer in the flesh that's gonna be amazing it's cool when you have a relationship with somebody who's in the NHL and you can text him about stuff if you have a question it was pretty cool for me when I was younger to play with him and start talking to him what he's doing now is really cool I got to see him play his first game back home in Vancouver on the 27th of January. So that was really special. So Connor Bedard and Kent Johnson have a nice little special relationship. Sure. That's, there's, there's that. I mean, that feels good, right? I mean, yeah. but it would feel it has nothing to do with anything, right? Other than when he gets here, if he gets here, then perhaps he and Kent Johnson will get along really well. The camaraderie will be there. He'll be comfortable and he'll play great. Mm-hmm. if that were to occur. But again, it's going to take a lot for that to happen because you have to... Uh, it's not about Jackets get the worst record, they get him. It's then you have like a 14% chance to get him as opposed to an 11% well, yes. chance to get him. Do everything you can to get him. Yes. And then it's up to fate. But yeah, a big absolutely. part of that is tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's a huge game. I'm not kidding either. No, they have to lose. in, a, in Not in, just lose. Yeah. You need to lose in regulation. Embarrassingly. You, you want, it doesn't have to be I know, embarrassingly. I want, you to, I want you to lay down on the ground and just say, don't even, no, go right ahead, you skate are around in us. in San Jose tomorrow night. Yeah. It is, here's the bottom of the NHL. Jackets, and then one team of them, San Jose. Their fans don't want any points. Somebody's got to get points in this game tomorrow. Let me tell you, Rimmer could be the key to all this. Because Rimmer would know every city they go to, right? They go out. They go out to eat. Rimmer's traveled around the NHL for dozens of years. Just he knows- follow the dead prostitutes. No. And you'll no. find <laughs> Jeff Rimmer. No. What I'm saying is, Rimmer, if you said, hey, I'm going to San Jose, where's a good spot to eat? Well, let me tell you, and he would have a bunch of suggestions. There's but a if- place with a big baby called Frisch's. <laughs> <laughs> go eat there. No, but if you said, Rims, what's a place you would avoid if you were in San Jose? I'm sure he's been like, oh, there was one time where we went here, and it was, you know, it was not great. It was, uh, you know, maybe maybe a little intestinal distress. Oh, okay. Right. I'm saying they should ask Rims before the game, 
hey, where'd be a good place for the team to go for lunch, Rims, if, um, you know, maybe we needed a few guys to become ill before the game? Oh, and then Rims could be like, well, this place is the this worst is place Rim, I this ate. This is his new job? Well, in he charge you, of food poisoning? He tells you the worst place to eat, and then all, and then you just go out for a meal, and you're like, well, maybe it's better. And you go there, everybody gets food poisoning. Now you're not leaving things up to fate. Now you've got actual, like, there's a bunch of guys who can't play, Right. I love in this scenario. Well, that's what he did like to Elvis. The, the Blue Jackets. We already know he told Elvis to go get lunch somewhere, and then look what happened. Elvis had to leave during the game. The Blue Jackets go to a buffet. Rimmer knows this is the worst buffet in town. Yeah. They walk in. All the Sharks players are already there eating. Because <laughs> the Sharks too. players are just like, they're eating. They're like laying in the buffet, just rubbing it on their bodies. However, they need to absorb the You nutrients. can't out-dysentery us. <laughs> right. It's just going to be two teams crapping all over themselves on the ice I, yes, for three hours. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Right. I would be doing all of that. By the, the, by what? the way. What? Oh, we got to go. I was going to tell you. You need to look up Adam Fantilli, the guy who is like, if we don't get Connor Bedard, maybe we'll get this dude. The guy from Michigan. Big Ryder Strong vibes from Boy Meets World. Like, if Ryder Strong existed today, and I don't know who he'd have to be crossed with, but looks a lot like Ryder Strong. I don't want any more Michigan people. I'm done with him. Why not? It, it, and they're too, so great. They're no, all they're too all many. So talented. Too many Michigan people on this team. I don't like it. Mm. Okay. Hot take. I'm just, no, I'm just saying I don't want them. No, you don't like I Michigan. I want Connor Bedard. Are you saying in Columbus, Ohio, that you don't like Michigan men? How no, dare I'm you? I'm just saying I don't want them. How dare you? I want the Russian guy. The dude who can't come here for like three no, years? No, you go and you kidnap him. Come on. No, you don't. No, yes, you can't. you I kidnap him. You well, threaten then, his family. He'll get here. But, the, <laughs> but then he would show up here and they'd be like, ah, we see where he is. Back to Russia with you, no, and then no, no, he no. goes. No, come on. Yeah, you're right. Putin thinks takes those things real well. They, he really seems like a level. He's got his individual. hands full with other things. I know he does. He's not going to worry about a hockey player gone missing. Says you. Yikes! Is next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns to watch out for an accident on Henderson Road, east of Kenny Road. Traffic is stop and go in that area. Please be careful. You'll also find an accident on 670 westbound at I-70, blocking the right side. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. You do anything to keep your vehicle happy. Let's make sure it stays running smoothly. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, the right parts are just a click away. When you see the green check, you know that part will fit. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Only an array with fan traffic. Extra large, extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Yikes! Is now. Shall we go? Right now, let's do it, baby. Okay. Let's go. Uh, we gave away tickets on the show last week to see Bruce Springsteen in Nationwide on Thursday night, except he had to cancel because of an illness. Yikes. Sucks to anyone who was going, including former jacket Jake Voracek. He was traded to Arizona before the deadline, but he'll never play there because of his long-term concussion symptoms. Apparently, he was feeling well enough to go to see the boss. As a matter of fact, he was in the Czech Republic. Flew 22 hours, including two layovers, just to get back to Columbus to see the concert. But alas, it was postponed. Jake has seen Springsteen in concert nearly 20 times, including the Broadway production. Jake said, quote, I haven't been this upset in a long time, end quote. Sorry, Jake. Also, you've made $80 million. Maybe fly private next time. Yikes. That sounds like someone who hates Columbus. He's so mad to be back here. You'd think he'd love it here. I mean, that's what I've always... Well, he came all the way back to yeah. see the boss. But... Yeah, and then he said, I was never been so mad in my life that I had to spend a night in Columbus. I mean, sure, I can't play hockey anymore, but Springsteen. 
Now I'm really pissed hey, whatever. off. Whatever. Whatever. I get it. He loves it. That's fine. Uh, Taylor Montgomery, Mike, he is a golfer on the, was on the Corn Ferry Tour last year, now on the PGA Tour, playing in his first Players' Championship this past weekend, made it to, you know, made the cut, was there for the weekend. He shot a three under for the tournament, finished 44th, won him $75,000. It's a lot of money. That sounds pretty good. It's pretty good for a rookie. He's 28 years old. It's first time on the tour. But on Sunday, he was tied for third. When he birdied the 14th hole, there's only 18 holes in golf, as I recall. So you're talking he is just a few holes away from what would have been top five finish gets you over a million dollars. So he then, at 15, bogeys. Not great. Then on the 16th, double bogeys. Also not great. But then the 17th tee. He tee shot in the water. Chip shot in the water. That's the hole with the island green, you know, TPC. So he had a quadruple bogey on 17, went from third, tied for third, to 44th. So in the process of about less than an hour, lost himself a million dollars. Hopefully he makes it back at some point in his career, but yikes. Yikes. All right, we talked earlier in the show about North Carolina missing the NCAA tournament and turning down an NIT bid. The Tar Heels hadn't missed the tournament since 2010. Yikes. They started the season as the preseason number one team in the country, and they became the first team ever to be ranked number one in the preseason and miss the tournament. Yikes. If you had money on me mentioning the Czech Republic twice during Yikes, you're rich. The Czechs were playing Japan in the World Baseball Classic when William Escala got hit in the knee with a 101-mile-an-hour fastball from Japanese pitching phenom Rocky Sasaki. I don't know if I'm saying his first name properly. I apologize. Needless to say, it hurt. Sasaki did tip his cap after he hit him, as is Japanese custom. Tom Selleck taught us that. But the next day, Sasaki showed up at the Czech hotel to apologize personally with bags of Japanese candy. He also signed a baseball for Escala at his request. We should make this a thing in American baseball. If you hit someone and you're throwing harder than 100, you need to give the batter a gift. Teddy bear, Dick's sporting goods gift card, something to show that you care. Dilda Rooney. Why not? Why not? Just a little gesture. I think that that goes a long way if someone hits you hard. Hmm. Right? Yeah. No? That's nice. I nice. like it. Uh, so the Oscars were last night, and I saw a lot of people tweeting about it. I woke up. I didn't watch any of it, but I woke up this morning to two things. One, on Twitter, I got a bunch of, oh, I can't believe it won. Yes. And then, wow, that what a snub and stuff like that. And I have no context for this because people were live tweeting that 12 hours before I was reading it. But Twitter decided, you want to see that. And on my For You tab that's where they had me was just reading a bunch of live tweets twitter be smarter and realize that if there's a live event going on don't give me those tweets you're telling me this is cultivated for my likes and interest and then you see that i didn't tweet about it at all stop showing me that show me my timeline in chronological order and we wouldn't have this problem for all their brilliance they clearly are stupid still at twitter yikes All right, the University of Detroit's Antoine Davis. He's been chasing the NCAA all-time scoring mark, which is held by Pete Maravich. The record has stood for 53 years, and Davis, he just ended his career 
three points behind Maravich after losing in their conference tournament and finishing the season at 14 and 19. Yikes! He was hoping to get a shot to break the record in the postseason, but they didn't get an invite from the CBI. Yikes. I'm going to do an extra yikes for you. Wow. On top of my third yikes. Okay. I mentioned the Czech Republic twice today. Allow me to do it a third time. There oh, is a, my. There is a girl on Instagram, uh, me underscore Martina with two eyes. She is from the Czech Republic. Martina spelled M-A-R-T-I-I-N-A. I, I figured that's where the eyes were. Anyway. My eyes are up here in my description. Well, if you're a yeah. hornball dude like I am, you'll want to check her out. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Anywho. Okay. Great. Timmy and I have been discussing her mm-hmm. as only disgusting oh. men do. Okay. Uh, I was watching a show on Venus last night. For a long time, people thought the best chance for life outside of the Earth would be on Venus. Then we sent a probe and realized it was like living in hell, and that was that. How hot? Let me tell you. Scientists also discovered what looked to be snow-capped mountains on Venus, but that can't be true because it's so ridiculously hot there. There's no way there could be water, let alone snow. But it actually does snow on Venus. You see, it's so hot, metals like lead melt, then the vapors evaporate into the atmosphere, and then it snows a version of liquid metal Mm. on the way down. And that's what we can see on the top of the mountains. Sounds like a great place. Yikes. Uh, in Pickway County, deputies arrived on the scene of a medical emergency where a man said his arm had been nearly severed by his pet zebra. This happened in the 6900 block of Darby Road around 530 apparently yesterday. Is that Stacey Elliott's house? Uh, it does not say. It does say a 72-year-old man there was laying on the ground back in the field where the zebras were. One male zebra was acting aggressively because it was protecting five or six female zebras that were out in the field. And sadly... This zebra became so aggressive, the deputies felt threatened and decided to shoot the zebra. Yikes. Uh, in either case, the man was taken to the hospital where I guess, according to the reports, his arm was not severed, but he was in severe you know, distress and they had to help him. His condition currently is not known as far as what happened with the arm, but uh, moral of the story, maybe don't own zebras anytime but especially if you live in ohio how about not owning zebras yikes i'm guessing he wasn't legally allowed to own uh no it says according to the ohio department of agriculture zebras are not considered dangerous wild animals they're allowed to be owned in ohio oh i didn't know local governments may have restrictions still if they're not native to ohio and they're wild animals maybe just hold off on your zebras is what i would say teddy All right, the XFL broadcast of the St. Louis-Arlington game had an oops moment. They were showing video of A.J. McCarron celebrating with his teammates in the locker room. And in the background, one of McCarron's teammates was naked from the waist down before a towel barely covered his anatomy. Yikes! Sometimes having all excess coverage in the locker room isn't the best thing. Yikes. Well... That's why they don't do it in the NFL. They don't allow you in the NFL to take cameras in the locker room because they realize in a locker room, there's just dudes being dudes. dudes, being dudes. They're just hanging out in there, man. Some of them are buck-ass naked. Yeah. Some of them are Winnie the Pooh in it. Whatever. They've all got their different ways of hanging out, but if it's hanging out, you shouldn't be hanging out oh, if you're a TV camera. Out. You know what I'm saying? It right. Was hanging out. That's yeah. the, they put the X in XFL. <laughs> Me, Martina. Okay. She will sex your wolf puppies. <laughs> That's different than iRobot, I'm assuming. Me, Martina, not iRobot. Oh, I wish she was cleaning my carpets. 
I don't know what that means. No, you're thinking of like a Roomba? Yeah, isn't that iRobot? Don't they go around and clean? Oh, uh, what am I thinking of? What's the movie? Isn't that I, Isaac Asimov that wrote the book, iRobot? And they made a movie oh, out I of it? I thought iRobot cleaned yeah, your house. With yeah. Will Smith? Will Smith. Yeah, iRobot. Right. Yeah. Oh. But and they may have named that an iRobot as well, but there was a movie and a book previously that I was referencing. Either way, whatever. Back when I was banging. <laughs> Me, Martina. Yes, two eyes. If she came up to you right now, like you're out just walking to your car and she walked up and was like, hello, me, Martina. Then what what happened? I would have the same reaction that you had when, uh, what's his name, walked into the homage store. Oh, yeah. When Tim Howard walked in. Tim Howard. You were like, ah, Tim. Yeah, I was. I was in awe. Tim Howard's my guy. I'd say, oh, Martina, it's you. That's right. She'd be like, oh, what? Well, this time travel thing's not working out. I went to the wrong place. Back page coming up. Time for Leanna. <laughs> Common Man and T-Bone on the ball. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. What are you doing? All right, watch out for an accident on the east outer belt of 270 northbound after 670. Traffic is getting by in the left lane only. Emergency crews on scene trying to get things cleaned up. You'll also find heavy stop-and-go delays on Henderson Road, east of Kenny Road, an accident there as well. Please be careful. This traffic report is sponsored by The Tile Shop. The Tile Shop is your destination for ceramic, porcelain, and natural stone tile and luxury vinyl tile. Explore a wide range of unique looks and exclusive designs for every style and any project with inventory available today. Visit the Columbus Tile Shop showroom to start loving the home you're in. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic Buckeye Roundtable coming up at the top of the hour the fine host of Buckeye Roundtable your friend and mine Timmy Hall hello Timmy oh you guys it's your favorite time of year still excited no Buckeyes but still excited well you got your Jayhawks number one seed got the Jayhawks as a one seed I thought you know not look I don't like to do the whole Bubble teams, getting snubbed, all that. Win some more games, right? Rutgers was the interesting one, though, if we're going to talk about that, but that's whatever. I thought for Kansas, you'd think playing 24 games against quad one, 24 games. They won 17 of them. Houston played nine. They won seven. That's 10 more top quality wins. They sent Kansas to the West region. And they have a possibility to play their way through Kansas City at the Sprint Center. I thought they earned that, but what do I know? The committee. So you're saying it's rigged, rigged for schools against like Kansas. Houston. Yes, right. rigged for Kelvin Sampson. He's in the bag of the selection committee. Cheater, Kelvin Sampson, back from his Indiana hey, days. Here he is there. to wreck it. Number one seed. One seed. Yeah. You like Houston? They got ripped by Memphis yesterday in their conference championship. They're missing their star guard, though, but that also is going to affect what the Houston Cougars run is going to be. I have not filled out a bracket yet. Have you filled one out? I haven't filled one out, but we went and did on the fly on our show yesterday. It was a lot of fun getting to do a little selection show. We'd been waiting for the Blue Jackets for four years to not have a Sunday game, and they did. So Colin was fun. You know, we were doing the live announcements of the games, and then he was immediately giving some insight and perspective on the players and the coaches, the team matchups. We went through with our final fours. We didn't so do the got? full bracket. I've got so I've got Alabama. I think you got to not overthink at least one of these regions. And Alabama's going to do it. You want to know why? Why they got a guy named Clowny? 
<laughs> you like Clowney? I do love Clowney. I like Mark Sears, of course. Uh, Quinterly, he's really good. The guard, and then the guy that uh, we know about, one of the best players in the game, had that little thing. Has that little thing that's little, going? Yeah, where he's adjacent, he just keeps playing. adjacent to yeah. murder. Yeah, he yeah. just keeps playing, you know and we're not going to talk about it I anymore. Think, I yeah. think Bama does have the thing that all like what's Georgia done? What have all these teams done? Where like the Chiefs were doing like no one believed in us, and it's like you were Georgia, you were like a preseason top five team, or the Chiefs. It's like everyone thought you would win the Super Bowl, or thought you could. Like I could see them be like no one believed in us like, <laughs> because you had a murder investigation around your team. Yeah, maybe maybe a few people did doubt you, but they'll have that intangible. Weirdly enough motivating them in some odd, weird way because sports are weird. It's just like the way that it works, right? More good is going to happen for that team. <laughs> so I, yes, I, which Alabama, it shouldn't. I don't it think it should. Yeah, it's but horrible, it but it's how it goes. I have yeah. them going to the championship game. I have Duke, the fancy five seed out of the crazy East region that has some really, really good teams, but they're hot at the right time, winning nine in a row. So Bama, Duke, I have Texas out of the Midwest and UCLA out of the West. Texas over Bama in the championship. Are game. you concerned about Colgate? The start off paste. Well, I've heard. I mean, Colin was talking about it. How there's, you know, they're obviously Colgate's a really good shooting I, I team. The, I don't know the answer to this. Has there ever been a school to fire their head coach during the season like Texas did early in the season and then go yeah. on to win the national championship? I'm guessing the answer is no. No, uh, Michigan, Michigan did. Michigan it, yeah. famously did it. That was late in the season, though, wasn't it, Ted? Yeah, Very it was right late before the, the tournament. Yeah, because Bill Frieder's taking the Arizona State job. Bingo! Hit it on the head. That's right. Oh wow. Yep. Look at Teddy's Michigan, right on that. That's the Bo Beckler Michigan man. I asked that's Ted right. who the quarterback is in Tampa. He has no idea, but that Kyle Trask. We got it now. Quarterback Ted? in uh, what? Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, that's Ted. their current QB. Well, did you sex right the wolf now, puppies? Yeah. Working on that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sex those wolf puppies. Uh, What's coming up on Roundtable? Coming up tonight. Wolf puppy sexing? Not any of that stuff. You're not going to get that on in this two hours. Joe and Amber might touch on that, though, <laughs> afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. you want to listen to the full two hours, so you get that at 8 o'clock. But Kevin McGuff is excited for tournament time, so we'll have his chat later in the 6 o'clock hour. We'll wrap up the craziness with the men's team in Chicago with Paul Keels as we close the book. On the men's basketball season, Tim May talking Buckeye football spring practice. Steve Rollick of the men's hockey team, they're going to be in the NCAA hockey championship when the selections come out on Sunday. They're locked into that. Uh, we'll talk some women's hockey as well in the Dean Muzzerall. Three overtime game, Bone. They yeah. survived to get back to the Frozen Four. They, Three when overtimes. They, when they play Quinnipiac, just Ooh. prepare for a long one because that's what it was last year. They had the same thing happen. Buckeye Roundtable, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Teddy, you never told me the out time. I did, like, several times. But no, you, were, you didn't. No, you were ignoring me. <laughs> no. You guys were over there like, oh. What is the oh. time? 55-45. Oh, great. I were well, out time. All right. Well, anyway, that was good. That's like 10 seconds Come away. Come on, you got 15 seconds. I have nothing to give you. I have no stories because I they're all taking more than fifteen seconds to uh, lay out. You I'm like sorry. the tournament? I had a big three parter that was gonna. All right, nope. Buckeye Roundtable is next. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. Delays expected on Henderson Road, east of Kenny Road. An accident in the clearing stages, but traffic is still backed up. You'll also find I-70 downtown spot eastbound at Livingston Avenue. An accident blocking the left side. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by ExpressBros.com. Stop going it alone for recruiting and staffing. Choose a local expert. Hiring is about getting to know people, not algorithms. So let the team at Express Employment Professionals hire for you. Visit ExpressBros.com and make this for you. Asking from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the 